Hey, we're going again with Carly Brenner Hunter. Hey, guys. thanks. Hey, thanks for hi. Thanks for driving for two hours to get here. Hey, it's all good. Yeah, it's a beautiful fabulous. sunny day. Wow, yeah. it is a beautiful day. It is. It's about time. Yeah, right. Well, it's the time change this weekend, right? So we're gonna uh, warm it up. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh. We're gonna spring forward. Yeah, and longer days, right? That's what happens here. I think it's like supposedly less sleep but longer days or i don't know how it works that's fine with me more yeah. sun yeah yeah exactly more sun. that's what matters to me that's what matters. <laughs> yeah. yeah this yeah. podcast is starting off pretty interesting oh yeah <laughs> talk about the weather <laughs> small talk hey, so what up here in canada that matters well i guess that's true what's with the three names uh modern woman I guess I got married, wasn't sure at the time if we were going to have kids. Right. Um, my dad had passed away and I wanted my last name to carry on. So I kept Brenner. I love that. And then when we decided we were having a kid, I decided to add his name um, so that my daughter and I match. So she is also has a very long last name. That's sweet. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's what's, cool. your, what's, what's your daughter's first name? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. She's actually that. named after my late dad. So. Aw. Yeah. Cute. Thank you. And how old is she now? 19 months. Wow. Amazing. She's getting up there. She's crazy. She's been <laughs> awake every single night this week. She's got almost all of her teeth, and she talks more than I do. Wow. Sounds like me. Amazing. <laughs> she she should have been. Who's here today? Uh, you know, I thought about bringing her. <laughs> she'd be she'd be running around with all the cars just going, Arr. No, that'd be fun. That, no, she wouldn't. <laughs> Don't touch my trucks. Okay. Yeah, you can catch Randy doing that, though. Yeah, no doubt. They've got a early, early mornings. Before and after. Yeah, we had a, we had a, a, um, a young lady on a while back, taxidermist um, Claire. She was awesome, and she brought her hunting dog with her. Oh yeah. So she put up a little, what do you call that thing? Like a little pen, little like pen little thing pen, over there. Yeah. Oh. And every once in a while, Adley would step, stand up, and look into the yeah, camera. You could, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, we kept saying, "Stop looking in the camera." <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So, okay, Carly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I know each other from the film business. We do. Um, uh, can you tell us what you do? Yeah, I do a multitude of things. I know. Um, that's why I didn't want to list them. <laughs> <laughs> um, most importantly, I'm going to say, and probably the reason I'm here is because I'm an underwater specialist. Um, easiest way to describe my job is I make movies underwater. Um, and with that Wild. comes a huge, uh, because we're in Ontario, we're well over-regulated. So it comes with a whole, you know, that little green book pages about diving services. And I have to follow all of those. So I'm a commercial diver. I'm an underwater camera operator. Um, as of last week, I upgraded with IATSE 667 to camera operator, so I'm no longer a focus puller. Um, wow. Yeah, really? and I'm a scuba instructor as well. Oh, my. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so, well, hold on. So does the camera thing, only, is it only underwater that you do? Not anymore. So um, I, I was see. a focus puller, so a first assistant camera. Above, um, above, above, above underwater. Water. See, I, I don't know. Okay. I assumed underwater you needed gotcha. that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do, but I use somebody else for that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So I would, I guess, topside or on a dry set, I would be a camera technician um, or camera assistant. Um, but now I'm a camera operator above and below. I'm going to start co- Amazing. using the term topside. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you take a bath, yeah. you get out. You're coming topside. You're topside. Yeah. Ah. It's true. <laughs> Technically, you would be. <laughs> and if you put a tank on and you're in the bathtub, it's a commercial dive operation. <laughs> Whoa! You have to wow. follow that silly Incredible. book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, true. no baths for me. Only if you're getting paid for that bath, though. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. That's very rare. That's yeah, true. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's cool. So I, I'm with Andrew. Um, focus pulling underwater. Who's doing that? Uh, I work with a couple different people. Uh, to name a few, I work 
very closely with uh, Lem Risso and Brent Craig, Dave Nardi. Um, okay, but are they under the water with you? No, no, they are. They're cameras above water. They're above water. They are um, assisting me to check the housing, basically to keep the cameras dry. Yeah. So I'm with them in prep, and I take care of the housing in prep. Once we go on set, they take care of everything. I'll always double check it because four eyes are better than two. Um, and then they pass it off to me. And at that point, I'm just an operator and they're actually rolling the dial to keep right on. Uh, just tip your mic up. It's just a smidge in there. Just tip it up. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, oh, yeah. So when we were on set and I see a focus puller, he's, yep. you know, on a dolly or sticks or whatever. He's right there or he's got that little. Yeah, now we're on a. Remote yeah, you're tree. on the remote. Yeah. So is it remote with water? No. It's, no. it's a hard line. Correct. We okay. lose all Wi-Fi or wireless capabilities, so right. everything to the water is hard line. So I have a video line coming out um, and some form of Ethernet sort of thing to, um, to the wow. focus puller. Yeah. So how deep can you go with something like this involved? Cameras can go deeper than I can. Let's put it that way. So hmm. the deepest that technically I'm allowed <clears throat> to go is 130 feet. Oh, wow. That's um, deep. Yeah, it's pretty deep. I've been to 172. That was yeah. my deepest dive. Um, wow. But with a camera, honestly, I'm in, I'm usually in about eight feet of water. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all an illusion, bud. Yeah. So what, what, are, what, are, you, what are you normally shooting? I shoot drama. Something like this. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> You're underwater. Yeah. What drama is going on? Uh, I do a lot of like dream sequences where somebody's like falling back into the water. Oh, wow. Or somebody's on drugs and, you know, tips over at a party. Oh, so you're like, you're underwater when they come crashing through the surface. Correct. From I the top side in. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I see what you did there. I think of the, <laughs> I think of Will Ferrell dropping into the pool in old school. Yes. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Da, 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 Do you know how many of those da, da, I've shot? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. oh man, that's so cool. Yeah, um, it's yeah. Honestly, usually it's like a dream sequence. Um, we've done a couple like fights or rescue sort of things. Um, now, when you yeah. say a dream sequence, is that because so you're underwater? Are you recreating a dream, or is it a dream underwater? Or is it that the effect of the water is creating the dream sequence? Is that what you mean? Kind of all of the above. Okay. Yeah. I've... And if someone's having this dream yeah. of being underwater, mm -hmm. do they have to pee? Is that what that is? If the water's warm enough. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, psychologically, oh, I better get up. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Okay, we'll yeah, go I'm back sure. to your serious question. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Drama. Yeah. Yeah, I so I got into the underwater world. I mean, I was in the film industry first, so I was a camera assistant first. Okay. Incorporated all the water work into it. I basically saw my first set and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It was the set of Resident Evil 4. I was a camera trainee on it. Okay. Hmm. And they'd actually split the camera um, into two units that day. So we had the dry or the top side unit, and then we had the underwater unit. And guess what? I was on the top side unit. And I literally just kept dropping what I was doing and running to the underwater stage. Like, I couldn't get enough of it. Um, I wasn't oh. a scuba diver yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, but um, at the time I was, you know, young, single, and free. So I was headed to Thailand on a backpacking adventure. And I knew that my first stop was going to be to learn to dive. And uh, literally, first drink of air in the pool, I stood up and was like, this is me. This is what I'm doing the rest of my life. And they actually had to turn my tank off to get me underwater. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That Jesus. was my first pool dive. Girl was hooked. Thank God you mm. got out of the water. I mean, I could live down there if I needed to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people do it. Yeah. And so you you got your dive license <laughs> in Thailand? I did. I got my open water th- advanced and rescue in Thailand. All the same trip? All the same trip. So I did open water advanced back to back, traveled Southeast Asia, came back to the same place and uh, did another week to get my rescue course. Um, I did mine in Tobermory. I love Tobermory. Oh, yeah, but come on. <laughs> I mean, at least you got sea shipwrecks on your first dive, that's, right? That's true. Yeah, a lot of people do it in Lake Ontario. Yeah, mm-hmm. yuck. Yeah, total yuck. Like, to me, diving sounds amazing. Okay. I really, I want to get into it. Let's get you I, in I'd water. like to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to do it in Lake Ontario. I want to do it in Thailand. Okay, so <laughs> I, that's what I'll be training in Georgian Bay, not quite Tobermory, so it's not as far, right. but still Georgian Bay. So you're still getting that crystal clear water, mm. slightly warmer than Tobermory. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in Georgian Bay diving. Yeah. Over you know, When I was a kid. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. That is a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Do you still dive? No. No, not at all. No. Okay, well then we'll get both of you guys in the water. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm so in. <laughs> yeah, that's um, good. When you uh, you started in camera, and then it, it actually drove you to diving. So I was always a water baby anyways. It was the combination of combining the things that I love. So I saw that it was possible to combine water with camera and figured out how to do it and somehow how to make a decent living doing it. Amazing. Yeah, it's good. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm amazed. Thanks. Were you a, were you a lifeguard prior? Is oh yeah, it, that's what you yeah. did. Like you I were... mean, I put myself through college as a lifeguard or swimming instructor. Okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah, total water baby. I'm more comfortable in the water than I am hiking or on frozen water, also I known see. as ice. <laughs> um, I can rescue oh, on I ice, see. but I can't walk on ice. Go figure. Can't skate. Yeah. Don't like walking on ice. So but if, if I'm some... ready to rescue somebody, no problem. I can Shit do it. goes down. You're on your I'll belly sliding out to totally. get them. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I did do that. Um, there's a movie being released, I think, this weekend that I actually did have to do that on yeah, ice. For real? For real. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had to. Um, I was basically called just a standby. The um, Actually, the director is a stunt performer. And um, a friend of mine, um, Derek Barnes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Derek, we've been been texting back and forth about his film coming up. Yeah, he's got his premiere coming up. Yeah, Yeah. Okay, so we did the ice safety for that. Okay. Um, And pretty much when I got to the site, Derek was like, don't worry, I did a site survey months ago. And I was like, cool. But we had a a major thaw like two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so this is the list of things that can go wrong. Like in verbal, here is my, you know, rescue plan of what's going to happen. Okay, guys, roll camera. Oh, boom! All of that's happening. Go! <laughs> and wow. So, no and way. Derek was actually the first to act. So he like ran after it was his best buddy um, James McDougall, um, the actor, and he he broke the ice. So they were basically supposed to like step off the ice and cross a river, and as he got to the ice's edge, it just went right through, and he went straight in instead of being able to like comfortably step through and walk across the river as oh, planned. Oh no! Yeah. So he went he went in, um, not down, just in, but then his boots got stuck in the mud. That was number two on my list. And (laughs) Derek was right behind him in this ice cold, frigid water. And I was exactly that on my belly, angled to the ice, reaching out. And Derek was actually pushing Doogie out as I pulled him back up and the other actor, but I forgot his name. Wow. Yeah. That was exciting. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah. He invited us to come and see the film, but I can't make it. I can't make it either. He'll be away, but. Yeah, me too. Where are you going? Uh, Where are we going? We're going to. Riviera Maya. 
Sweet. Yes. Why would you forget Sweet. that? I, I was between like Playa del Carmen or Coco oh, or where. Somewhere which... warm. Well, Playa del Carmen's like yeah. right over there. There you go. So I'm going yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Cool. Whatever. We're doing a resort. I'm not a resort person. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with a baby, yeah. we're going with our neighbors. They've got a kids club. We can drop the kid off and we can go diving. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Does Sydney dive yet? Not yet, but she does have a mask. She was a scuba diver for Halloween. Yeah, I've seen know. her picture with her mask. <laughs> That's, That's cute. so cute. Yeah, she's yeah. pretty cute. Wicked. Yeah. Cool. And you're going to Costa Rica to yeah. see his yeah. sister. Nice. And then Costa he's going Rica, to Mexico. Then I'll be in Mexico for a bit. Yep. Right on. Have you been to Costa Rica before? I've not. Okay, it's awesome. Where are you going? I can't wait. Uh, she lives Haco in Beach. Haco. Yeah. My little okay. sister, yeah, she moved uh, She moved there right in, on. in January. Oh, cool. Yeah. She'll be back and forth, I think, for work. But okay. um, she's an art director. But yeah, oh, right yeah, on. yeah. Okay, I shot a commercial out there, so there is an industry. Whoa, it's small, really? but it, oh, it is interesting. Out there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to Hako. I'm Sweet. going to Hako. She lives in Hako. Nice. Five minutes from the beach. Is I'm it, excited. Do you see her, uh, sir? She does. She does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't typically go back to places except recently, but I've been to Costa Rica three times. So you'll be topside. Uh, you'll be topside on that board. And then you'll be Yeah, yeah. A bottom underwater. bottom I don't underwater know, bottom, bottom side. Just underwater. Yeah. That's so cool. Um I, I, I have a million questions. Um Let's so, do it. Okay. So you were what got you into camera? Did you study it? Did you go to school? I did. I went to Niagara College for film production mm-hmm. um, almost 20 years ago. Um, my brother was an actor. So growing up, I was literally dragged to audition, to audition, to audition. Got to a point where the casting agents were like, hey, why isn't she auditioning? And we got headshots done. I never went to another audition again. It was like, I don't belong in front of the camera. I don't. That's not my forte. Um, through high school, I was like the director on you know plays and stage manager, whatever. When we had to audition to be in the show, I was like over there somewhere. You know what I mean? It just wasn't my thing. Um, <laughs> and but if you look at my family photos, I'm not in any of them because it was always me taking them. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's guess... quite telling. Somehow actually. that doesn't seem right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's, it's telling. It's, for it's sure. telling. It's, it's yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, I got my first camera. I think was like a McDonald's toy. It was one of those like cartridges that, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, I think they were eight mil film. It was that. I think oh, it was like five a, years old. Like a video? No. Uh, like film. Like it eight, was milli- eight millimeter film, but I it was like a cartridge that you plug into. Like moving the... pictures. No, no. Stills. Oh, stills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I From McDonald's? Wish I had that. From McDonald's. I mean, toys were way better on McDonald's, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, we're way overregulated now. They can't do stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I know. So then you graduated from that and you wanted to be a cinematographer you know what end goal was always camera operator um i like to uh pretend and i'm not nerdy enough to be uh, some hotshot dp like i'm just i'm not there it's not my peak interest but i love the the motion of the camera i love capturing images i love um telling stories we were gonna ask you to light our room i you guys did a pretty good job okay then never mind moving on (laughs) So you don't DP? I, I do. Um, like I've, I've got a documentary coming up. I've shot a couple docs. I've co- shot a couple of small commercials. Um, and I, I call myself an underwater cinematographer mm-hmm. um, rather than just operator because I often have a say in how it's lit. I would think so. Uh, I shouldn't say often. Sometimes. Okay. Um, 
but on, on the smaller projects, like I am DPing a shoot uh, in two weeks, I think, uh, two or three weeks. Um, that is all me. So I'm lighting it. I'm doing all the orders. I'm doing all of that stuff. So that's exciting. Um, so I do some small stuff, but I'm not really interested in like, you know, shooting The Expanse or Star Trek. That's, sure. Yeah. I understand. Which yeah. I, I imagine is a whole different demon. Totally. Yeah. But totally, if you're interested totally. in diving and uh, shooting underwater, you don't want to do that anyway. Right. So yeah. You, okay. Um, yeah. Speaking of lighting, mm-hmm. how do you light underwater? Like, how does that work? The, the water lights. refracts light. It bends it. and It does. Yeah. So um, I won't give you away all the tricks of the trade. Um, no, because there's a lot of people listening right now that are going to just take your job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So underwater, you lose your the color spectrum. So Roy G. Biv. Okay. So immediately you start losing your reds, orange, yellow, and so on. Um, adding back that white light um, brings it all back. So if you're, let's go in the ocean and you're in open water, I've got big video lights on my camera. They're, I've got two 8600 lumen lights. They're daylight balanced to match what sunlight would be coming in. Okay. Um, you can also add filters to add that color back. Sure. Um, for drama, mm. we do um, mostly topside lighting, um, but we do have underwater lights and sometimes they're just normal lights that have a housing and sometimes they're built for underwater. Okay. Is there someone in there with you? Ever? Yes. Like you, you have there a safety is, yeah. diver with you, right? Yeah. Or so two, my or? team can um, consists of my dive supervisor. So they're basically overseeing the operation. They're um, they're in charge of everybody's safety, whether it's diver safety or cast and crew safety. Okay. If there's any questions, they they go to them. Usually comes back to me, but I you know refer to my dive um, supervisor, um, and then. We have a dive tender who is also a rescue diver. Um, so they've got their kit ready to go if anything should go wrong. And they're also actually holding my lifeline or the okay. lifeline of my safety diver. Um, and I oh. kind of, we've kind of found our way around the regulations that my, I usually tether my safety diver. So I'm free and nobody's controlling me. As long as he or she has eyes on me, that's allowed. Because they're okay, now my okay. buddy yeah. and they are tagged to the surface so there, is, is there a separate safety person for crew and a separate person for you um like shit could go down if if somebody so my spiel to the actors that i give before any stunt any performance in the water any anything is the camera's insured i don't give a shit about the camera i care about you um so if that's any... a good line i'm gonna use that yeah yeah the yeah, yeah. It, it, people it, are gonna hear me say that now. <laughs> But it's true, right? If something were to actually go wrong, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm going to drop what I'm doing and of help. Of course. You know, um, even if it's my camera and, you know, my, I treat my camera nicely, um, mostly. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. A human life is more important than my camera. Certainly. So typically in the water with me is um, my, I guess my number one, his name's Alistair. When I can get him, he's there. Um, he's usually in the water with me. And the reason I chose him is he's also a film technician. Did I meet Alistair on You met Alistair, yeah. The, the yeah, way yeah. Home. yeah, you'll see Alistair on most sets. Okay. Me. Yeah. Um, we work really, really well together. He he does um crane head tech as well. He's a big guy. Uh, is he a big guy? He, no, he's tall. Yeah, I'm not that tall. So. Yeah. No, okay. I, maybe six feet. I don't know. I don't really I don't know. Hmm. Um but he's slim. He's not a, he's not really a big guy. Um but he knows rigging. Huh. I mean, we both know rigging, we both know lighting, we both know cameras. Um, so he's usually the one next to me. Um, okay. Well. And when the camera's actually rolling, his eyes are on the talent. 
um, again, if anything goes wrong or whatever, one of us is going to react. Sometimes there isn't space for both of us in the tank. No problem. He's on the sidelines, ready to go if anything should happen uh, to me or them. So when you're untethered and he's got eyes on you or whatever that might be, does that matter what body of water? Unfortunately not. If there's a tank on my back, it becomes a commercial dive operation. Therefore, I need the whole crew. Whether you're in a, an actual secluded tank, like in a studio. It can be three feet of water. But if I have to have okay. my face underwater okay. and a tank on my back, okay. I need, we're considered commercial divers. And at what point do you require the tank on your back and the commercial diving and all that? Right. So it, it really depends on the shot. Um, good yeah, the, the shoot that I'm DPing in a few weeks, we're not going commercial diving. Um, we are doing it on breath hold. Um, and that's honestly to save on cost. And what's the shoot? It's a, a, um, it's a fashion shoot for Fanshawe college. Okay. So so what you're saying is that you're going to be somewhere in deep enough water that you can stand. No, we'll be too deep to stand. So we'll breath hold. So we're just using, we're using my Sony. So it's a much smaller, it's a mirrorless camera. So it's, you know, about yay big. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can hold my breath with that camera for probably almost a minute ish. Damn. But are you not, that's not great. (laughs) Well, it's crazy for me. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I, water, I mean, I want to dive, but mostly because, but you can breathe. I'm not like I'm, I swim and I'm not like afraid of water, but, I mean, I, if somebody calls me about stunt work in the water, there's a lot of questions. I don't consider myself a water guy. Well, that's and when I would you like... call me and I help you answer those questions okay. and get over those parts, all right, right? All right. Well, then I will. There you go. Thank you. That's all I was looking for was that invite. <laughs> Thank you, Carly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so are you, no, it's all good. Are you treading water at this point? Like how? Yeah, we would be. Yeah. So when, have... when we're on the surface, we would either be treading or we would have a float to help us just kind of stay there. Yeah. Because um, I'll likely be wearing weight so that I can actually descend and, and yeah. stay down a bit longer. Then how the hell? Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So you're on the surface. Yeah. You're not wearing a tank. This is a breath hold deal. Yeah. You're wearing weights. Yep. You're in a wetsuit. Yeah. Is it outside? No, or... we'll be inside. You're inside. Yeah. So it's a pool? Yep. Eight feet. Okay, so there is a, a, a finite depth. Oh, yeah. Where you yeah, can, yeah. If you Max go to the bottom, feet. you push yourself back. Yeah, yeah. Up. Like if, if my hand is on the bottom, <clears throat> my hand is in eight feet. So okay. I'll never really be at eight okay. feet. Okay. Yeah. And then you hold your breath, you get your shot. Yep. Hopefully. And then you come back to the surface. To... Talk about it and do it all over again. Going again. Going Damn. again. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the advertising. Thank you. There you go. Um, that's fascinating. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody do that before. The handheld. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't think I have. It's pretty, ever. pretty Take a breath standard and, for us. Really, is that it? Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. I watched um, I watched a young crew try to shoot an underwater shot through a, um, a window. No, uh, like a, a fish tank. Oh yeah. An aquarium. They had this massive aquarium. Yeah. It was yeah. So fun. They wiped clean all the wall w- windows and. And you get like 20 people trying to hold They're it down. Such Think of, a pain to operate. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. You have to add, because it's basically an air bubble. So you've got to add like, I think the last time I used the aquarium, we put three sandbags in. Yeah. That's 75 pounds of weight to yeah. this like plexi box. Yeah. It's and then, ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So much could go wrong here. Oh, so much could You know, go you're wrong. using, you can put your, you lower your camera into that box. And then somebody screws up and that thing fills with water. And I've seen it happen. Yeah. Yeah, not on my watch. Don't do that. <laughs> no. It's better to just Jeez. spend the cash and 
get somebody like yourself with that I totally agree. It, honestly, I just had this conversation with IATSE 667 that like, it doesn't cost that much more to bring me in with my dive crew. It's like, it doesn't cost that much more because I was told that people are actually rewriting scripts to stay away from getting in the water because yeah. they're afraid of the cost. It's like, it's like another $2,000 guys. What's your problem? You yeah. know, it's like, it's really not that bad. So the cost Welcome to Canadian entertainment, Yeah, the we're, cost. we're, we're going to have a lot of that this year. The yeah. cost difference isn't great. Doubt. But the time difference. The time difference is costly. That's yeah. fair. That's a fair statement. It's uh, it's wicked time hmm. consuming to oh, shoot yeah. underwater. Yeah. Everything is slow. Everything yeah. that you think is going to happen times that by three yeah. at least. It's slow. But there again, that's where being prepared as a filmmaker is really, really important. When you're going into a dive day, man, you better know what the hell you want and, uh, yeah. and get it, you know? Yeah. It, but you'd be surprised how many you know directors come out and be like oh but this looks really cool why don't we try it this way oh no wait what if we do it this way it's like once they see the potential of what we can do mm -hmm. underwater mm -hmm. the day just explodes i've been on very few sets that are actually storyboarded and we stick to it usually it's like here's right. the storyboards and then go 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 well i think <laughs> allowing for creativity on the day is important agreed um, you have to be willing to yeah there's an extent to that though right? i know 100 you have to bend for that director to that point. Yep. But you also have to be able to say <laughs> no. Yep. You, you'll never get your day. Yep. And that's you and your first AD. Let's let's have a chat because she wants something that I can't deliver totally. today. Yep. And uh, no is an answer that I have had to use yeah, on um, different styles of how to get the shot that they just think can magically happen and it's not possible. What? Like I have to eat. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You've never heard of that before? Um <laughs> Like I have to equalize my ears and my airspace is on the way down. Yeah. And I had one show that wanted um, Alistair to drag me down while shooting. And I was like, well, how, like, how do you want me to do this? And they're like, well, you can just do it. I'm like, no, we're going into 16 feet of water. Like there's a lot of difference there and yeah. I need to equalize the whole way down. I need to do this, that, and the other thing. You want me to operate with my legs? Cause I need my hands to be able to descend. I can come up. No problem. Going down is a different story. Um, so I've, I've had to kind of explain the physics of diving to producers because sure. they just don't get it. Well, it makes sense. Can yeah. you somewhat explain the physics to me? Yes. That you're talking about totally. here? Totally. So your sinuses um, carry air. Okay. okay. Um, you've been on an airplane? Sure. Okay. Sure. So when you go up, you feel that kind of pressure in your, in your sinuses yeah. and in your ears. And they'll actually naturally pop on the way up in an airplane. Right. When you're going down, we're adding more pressure. Okay, so it's it's pushing on these air spaces, and you actually need to clear that air. So we call it a, it's called a Valsalva maneuver. It's one of several ways to equalize, but you actually plug your nose yeah. lightly and exhale through your nose very gently, yeah, and it'll pop your ears. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have to do that um, basically often as you descend underwater, um, and you can feel it. Even you know if you're in 50 huh. feet of water and you're suddenly at 52, 55 feet of water, you can feel that difference, and you have to equalize again. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Jesus. If you don't, it hurts. Oh, yeah. And, when, and you can burst an eardrum or... Yeah, or yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, that sounds crazy. And so you need... <laughs> so you need... You need... Like you... And this is you operating a camera. Mm -hmm. At the you, same time as you're plugging your nose. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, it, it's all manageable. There's other ways. You can wiggle your jaw. You can swallow. You can yawn. All these things can help. Yawn. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Feet underwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's more of a, more of a jaw stretch. Um, 
but it doesn't always work that way for me anyways. So sometimes I need my hands. Um, you know, it, with my Sony, I can do it when I'm using a Hydroflex that's, you know, as big as I am, I need two hands to The Hydroflex is a housing. Correct. It's quite large. It is. And that's what you put in like a a Red or an Alexa? Yeah. Any cinema camera basically will fit in that. All right. Now, do you have to configure that? Uh, housing for that particular camera that you use every time yeah okay yeah so basically with any um i mean with any camera day you have a prep day typically uh with underwater i will not go in if i don't have a prep day and i will not go in if my prep day is not at a camera rental house like i want a lot of like i was flown out to winnipeg and they wanted to fly the housing and me out there and prep in winnipeg and i said nope i said the housing's in toronto you're flying it from toronto so i will prep it in toronto We'll break it all down. We'll ship it to Winnipeg and I'll do it all over again when we get there. Because if we're missing something in Winnipeg, we can't get it. Ah, but well, that only makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And is there a filmmaker in the world that would say, oh no, we're not doing it that way? Oh my God. I mean, I've been asked to do it that way. Right. Yeah, but after you've explained that, mm-hmm. they have to allow they that. They have to. Yeah. Cause, I mean, the answer is I won't do it because I can't guarantee you that I can do my job if I don't have that prep day. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. once did a job where the drone pilot didn't bring extra batteries or extra props. Come on. Not, no, I'm not joking. And it was a, like an hour and a half hike into the forest. Oh, no. Serious. Oh, no. And when it tipped over and broke a bunch of props, the PA had to hike back to get them out <laughs> oh, of the Jesus. car. Oh, man. So, like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, anyway, redundancies I, for everything. Yeah, 100%. Everything. Uh, so on that Winnipeg job, actually, there was a piece of the Hydroflex that was missing. We did have one, but we didn't have a redundancy. And if that one goes down, the entire thing goes down. And we were going up to Lake Winnipeg. So we weren't even in Manitoba. Like, we were going out, right? And, um, or sorry, we were in Manitoba. We weren't in Winnipeg. We were You're two hours north. north. Kind of thing, yeah. Right. So um, Hydroflex actually shipped it overnight to us, or to the production office in Winnipeg, and got it to me on set about an hour after call. Not bad. Not bad, but had we started with that in Winnipeg, who you know, what else could have we been missing or mm-hmm. whatever? Was yeah. that on Polar? No, I think it was a Christmas movie. Mm. Mm. Another another common one. Mm. No, around in Canada. come on, Christmas <laughs> movies. Love yeah. love them. If anybody's listening, I love them. <laughs> yeah, lots of stunts on Christmas movies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've done a couple of it. Yeah. Anyway, that's funny. I'm like, yeah. Okay, so uh, where where was I going with that though? We 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 went off on the the hydroflex uh, camera prep. No, um, um, you're going to hold your breath to so shoot. I don't hold my breath on hydroflex. No, no. Or when I'm using the hydroflex, I want scuba on. Right. It's it's too big of a beast for me to manage physically to right. actually get underwater with the hydroflex as right. well. So okay. there's. One scenario that I did do breath hold, and that was because, let's just say it was before my underwater company existed, and I was just the operator. And okay. I showed up, production told me one thing, uh. dive company said another thing, it didn't work out so well, I brought all my scuba gear, production paid for it, I brought everything with me, and I was told I can't dive. And I was like, I'm about to shoot Kate Blanchett, what do you mean I can't dive? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Really, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kate was pissed. Uh, you know what? I don't think she knew. I'm I ended kidding. up I ended up sitting on the housing. I actually had to sit on it and operate it below like this with the monitor like that. Oh. And so I, you're on your feet. 
No, I was in water too deep to stand. So it was, I was actually sitting on the camera. And it was floating. And it was floating enough oh to keep me just at the surface. <laughs> enough that I could have my snorkel out of water and I could still see what I was doing. Wow. Yeah. Thankfully, it was like a backyard pool. It wasn't such a big deal. But like. Like she's sitting on a floaty. Yeah. Was, yeah. Totally. But like, it was the can and I had to move the whole the thing camera. with me. It looked me like a lot of wow. <laughs> Did it, you said it didn't work out well, but did it work out in the end because yes. of that? Yeah. Wow. What yeah, a yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely got the shot. I'll always get the shot. It's just now <laughs> I'm, it. now I'm more involved in production because I have my safety company as well. Right. Mm -hmm. I imagine that was a, a big deal and you uh, had an education. What's your safety day. company called? Carly Underwater Film and Safety. Carly Underwater Film and Safety, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. um, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, the housing, mm -hmm. um, it has to be balanced, right? Like, Correct. It's basically, if you think, if you know anything about Steadicam, consider Steadicam, but underwater. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, as a scuba diver, you you wear weights, but you also can add air and you you become buoyant underwater and you don't go up and you don't go down. You just, do you do that to the housing? We do. Okay. So exactly the, that. So the, you could take the housing and just set it underwater and let go and it may stay there for a moment. Yep. I typically shoot slightly overweighted. Um, and I do that on purpose and it's so that I can literally put the camera on bottom and go deal with lighting, go talk to the director, you know, do a couple other things. Right. Um, but I also very strategically place my weights, so I might be able to pull or shift the weights depending on the type of shot that I'm getting. Okay. Mm -hmm. It would, uh, I mean, I've mm. used different camera rigs, and for me, I think adding a little bit of weight adds to your ability to control that thing. If it 100%. Was... Okay. Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah, and gravity applies underwater. So weight is a lot lighter underwater, but it still does apply, right? So if I... You know, if I, I need to look up, I'm going to weight the camera accordingly so that it's easier on me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving a camera, is, holding a camera is, is tiring. Yeah. yeah. I've done it. Yeah. Do you ever have an opinion on where to be shooting something? I imagine that they come to you and they say, we got this tank and well, this is the shot we want. And sometimes you're going, well, how the fuck are you going to get a shot like that with? Oh, I always have an opinion. Yeah, sometimes they'll ask me, you know, what the requirements would be to get the shot or whatever. And sometimes they're like, well, this is the location that we're at. Deal with it. I'm like, well, we're in five feet of water and you want a full body from below. That's not physically possible. Right. Like I can't do that. Um, eight feet is generally where I ask to be. Um, that's why I love, I work at a very scuba house as well. And they've got an eight foot pool. Hey, look okay. at that. Um, eight feet is a really happy place for me. 10 is even better. Um, 10 is great, uh, for most of my work. Um, like that's the perfect amount of water. Yeah. I've worked, um, there's one tank that another company owns. Um, that's basically an old shipping container. Um, I'm trying to think if you were there on that. I don't think it was you. I can't remember who was there. Um, it was on dare me. No, no. Okay. Um, on Dare Me years ago, uh, I think it was 2018 or 19, um, we were in this like shipping container tank and I got there and I was like, what, what do you mean I got to get in that? Like it was basically the size of this table and you've got me, the dive supervisor somehow insisted on being in the water next to me and I'm not really sure why. Um, and then the actor and it was like, we were in tight quarters. I've mm. got cables coming off me. I've got tanks on my back tanks times two. 
um, even to be in this, you know, six foot box. Um, yeah. It was not ideal. We got the shot. We got what we needed. Um, had I had an opinion about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would I, I shoot imagine. in that tank again? Absolutely not. And if anybody told me that I had to, the answer would be like, why? It was also really rusty and huh. you could actually see the rust in the water. It was terrible. Interesting. Yeah, it was really bad. Really? Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was not not ideal. It was kind of like one of those circus things. Like it had a window so people oh, could yeah. see. What, I mean, oh, it was, yeah. We blacked it out. <laughs> but, you know, if, if it wasn't blacked out, you would have been able to see what we were doing. Um, the best is honestly when they build tanks, when, when, um, special effects gets involved and they build a tank for what we have to do mm-hmm. because then it's purpose built, you know, we've got the depth that we need. We've got the, um, that's ideal in every case, yeah, I that, guess. Yeah. That's also something with a, a little bit of a healthy budget here. Yeah. That is something. Fair. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. we had, we had a rig on, um, awake. I actually wasn't the camera operator on the one shot that I'm going to mention. I was, um, that's a whole different story that we won't get all the way into, but, um, I did operate on that show, but not on this particular shot, but the shot ended up becoming a two person job because the car was on the saw on it, tipped on its side and it was on a hydraulic system coming in and out of the water. So it was basically that Mm. the car was going to be drowning, right? No spoilers. It's on Netflix. Um, and it was purpose built. So they had the depth, they had the hydraulic system they had the safety they had you know all of that stuff this was again before my safety company existed um but it was completely purpose-built so it worked really really well imagine trying to do something like that in open water or um even in a community center you couldn't get a, a car into the pool right right so something like that we would need to build for i directed second unit mm-hmm. on a tv series uh, a couple of three years ago and we had a tank built in the parking lot of the studio okay but it was in the middle of the winter it was cold oh, as hell yeah. and we had fake ice and Yuck. stuff but we had a hot tub for the, the stunt guys that were doing the fight. Okay. Just offset. So they would climb out of the cold, get in the hot. But it was great. But then they've got to get back in the cold. Yes. Oh, that's Which so much was, worse. Yeah. So yeah. much worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it was. It was a, a beautiful tank, nice and deep. Yep. And we got underneath and shot them falling in. It was just great. Dare I ask who your camera operator was? A, a dare I not remember. <laughs> the next time it'll be me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hire them, but uh, yeah. <laughs> She'll come with an opinion. <laughs> yeah, Quite possibly. <laughs> so um, um, what are you shooting above the water? I don't know. Good question. You know, what, yeah. do you, what have you been shooting? And and how, like when, I, I imagine that when you shoot underwater, this started as a personal thing, a personal mm-hmm. hobby. You probably dive all over the world or where, wherever and you take pictures and video and all this kind of stuff. I do. So photography and we'll go with videography are total hobby world. Um, I have sold photos. You can check out my Instagram. Everything's for sale. I just have to print it. Yeah. What's your Instagram handle? Carly you? underwater. Everything Carly underwater. You'll find me Carly um, under- to the point that people actually joked after I got married that I would finally change my last name to underwater. <laughs> would have been a hell of a Hilarious. lot easier than Brenner Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Can you and imagine? It's so much cooler. Yeah, yeah. Kindergarten. What's your name? Sydney Underwater. Oh my God, that would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds, that actually sounds like an apocalypse movie in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Sydney Underwater. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. We're onto something. You write it, Carly, or shoot it. Where yeah, it sounds yeah. good. You can direct it. Yeah, something like that. IDP for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Where have you been? What do, what do you shoot? Yeah. Um, so most recently I just got back from Bonaire. Um, 
I was there actually to do my patty instructors. So now I can teach scuba diving recreationally. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I love Bonaire. Bonaire is a scuba diver's paradise. Where's Bonaire? What's that? As yeah. far south as you can go in the Caribbean before you hit Venezuela. Okay. So you've heard of the ABCs. So Aruba, Bonaire, Cura- Curacao. So it's those three islands right at the bottom. Aruba, Jamaica. Right Aruba. on. Yeah, that's the only one we know, though. Yeah, because yeah, of, because, because of, that of that song. song. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've never heard of Bonaire. <laughs> yeah, so Bonaire is the B in the ABC Islands. <clears throat> okay, so why Bonaire? Out of um, all those beautiful islands. Yeah, so Bonaire um, is a shore diver's paradise. So my first trip to Bonaire, um, I led a trip of 10 girls. Um, that's another thing that I do is, is um, all women scuba diving trips. Okay. Um, so you should I had, go on that, bud. Yeah, that does sound. Yeah, I don't. I don't fun. think you fit the criteria. <laughs> but he, he might have okay. fun now. <laughs> he might, but uh, um, anyway. Um, so oh, I, cool. I brought ten girls to Bonaire because uh, we literally had an apartment and a truck and unlimited tanks, and you fill up your truck and you go. So we were doing four or five dives a day. Wow. Yeah, we were waking up by like 6, 6.30. Walking off the beach. Literally. Love so it. think like going to a ski chalet and like rolling out of bed and getting onto the chairlift. Yeah. That's Bonaire for divers. Wicked. It's awesome. Wow, it's really? phenomenal. Yeah. So and, I just spent three weeks there. Huh. Which was... And what do we see under there? Um. So with the shape, so it's mostly small. Caribbean is... is um, predominantly small things unless you're like in you know bahamas you get dolphin sharks things like that um bonaire you can get those but not as common there's a lot of spotted eagle rays um they're known for their frog fish which is this like really weird funny looking bright orange or yellow fish um yeah. seahorses anemones um sounds yeah. like fun it is fun and they do um a coral reef restoration program um so pretty well every site across the island actually has a plantation of reefs um, so one of my draws to go there the first trip was um, so that I could learn how to plant new coral and, and help as well. So okay, we're not so, just there. Wow. She, deep, she keeps going down these roads. Yeah, yeah. How it's do like a you new hobby plant here. coral? Isn't coral a living organism? It is. So they, they basically, they, um, my language is terrible. And this was four years ago. I was there like the week before the world shut down. So this was 2019 for the first trip that I did the okay. coral restoration. Um they outplant, so they basically like they they propagate some plant some coral, which are animals, um, and they actually grow them in a lab. And when they're ready, they transport them back into the ocean, and they're on these like trees made of PVC pipe, um, and they're all over the place. Um, really, no kidding. Yeah, so they're these like PVC pipes with stands on them, and then they've got staghorn and elkhorn coral, and now brain coral as well. Um, growing and then they use the program that i took basically to go through and like to clean everything so there's no algae gro- growth on them elk horn elk horn coral coral mm-hmm. yeah like, it looks like um like moose antlers oh it, it looks like mm-hmm. it and that's why it's called that Correct. okay yep keep going <laughs> um <laughs> i knew so where you were like, going i'm not gonna say what it. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> So yeah, we went in there and you kind of clean the coral, make sure there's no um, like fire um, growths on it and things like that. So you keep it clean and healthy. It's helping them out as well. So they kind of sell this course, right? Um, And Hmm. then the next step, which we weren't a part of, would actually be taking them off these PVC trees and actually planting them on the reef. So I'm not entirely sure how that happens. 
So oh, the PVC wow. tree is just there as as a nursery. Correct. Exactly. I see. I see. Yeah. And exactly. Then, oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And wow. then they pulled them away from there and <clears throat> outplant from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the PVC huh. plant uh, trees are are now a permanent fixture, right? And they clean those as well sure. so that they can, you know, repopulate Man, the nursery. This what is people do with their time. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of a recent thing right um this whole pro this type of um, i'm gonna go with at least 15 years because i first heard of it in 2015 and they were already quite well established Um, oh really yeah so years and years and years ago um i put out a gofundme account i was fresh out of commercial dive school i had been out like i left the film industry for quite some time to go travel study whatever um and then I got my commercial dive license so I could come back. But then I was like, well, how do I get back in? Oh, I'm going to go shoot documentaries. Because I had in my brain that if I shoot underwater, I want to shoot in the ocean. Um, And uh, yeah, so I actually put out a GoFundMe account years ago to try to raise money to go to Bonaire to work with the Coral Restoration Foundation um, on a documentary. Uh, Needless to say, I raised, I think, about 750 bucks and bought some dive gear out of it. So at least I got somewhere with it, Mm. but obviously not my movie. And then... um, I guess a year or two later, Chasing Coral came out on Netflix, um, which is basically what I wanted to do, but without all of that science and knowledge background. So I guess what I... Chasing it? Coral? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Phenomenal I think, documentary. I think I'd like to see that. Yeah. Um, and is it in Bonaire? No. No. Uh, I honestly don't remember where. I want to say some Australia, maybe oh, South Africa. Say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I had reached out to um, Buddy Dive in Bonaire, um, and the Coral Restoration Foundation, who has a home there, um, about all of it. And uh, so I ended up there in, in 2019. And then this year, when it came to doing my dive instructors, um, I kind of knew the shop. I knew the location. I knew the instructor. So that's how I chose to go back to Bonaire. Like I said, I don't, re- I don't usually go back to places. Bonaire's heaven. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, you're sort of selling it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it easy. sounds like it's an easy sell. Sounds like a diver. You said diver's paradise or it whatever. Is. Yeah. I mean, I imagine a reason to go back. Oh, yeah. Cool. Totally. So, cool. Th- so now you, this is where you got your Patty instructors, instructors mm-hmm. ticket. Yep. So, yeah. what you call it? A ticket? Um, license. Ticket, license, certification. And now you can teach I can. other people, like just regular civilians, correct? How to, to scuba dive. Yeah. And what do they get from your course from that? So the first course, there's two options that you could take uh, to start would be a discover scuba dive. If you want to try scuba diving without like investing in the course. So like, I think it's a hundred bucks at the shop. You go in the pool for, you know, two hours, you learn the basics. Um, If we were in Tobermore, you could do it over the shipwrecks. Um, That's basically a a confined, very controlled dive. Um, The next step would be open water. Um, And at that point you actually get certified. So it's approximately a five day course, depending where you are. Um, you do your e-learning and then you go in the pool for five dives and then open water for four dives. Um, and, uh, and that certifies you to dive to, I believe 60 feet. Um, so you can take that anywhere in the world at that point and say, Hey, I'm, here's my paddy card. I can go diving. And they can fill your tanks. Correct. When I was a kid, <clears throat> we used to go to a lot of North, uh, what is Georgian Bay? Yep. Um, Penetanguishene. Mm-hmm. And the fire department would fill our tanks. Mm-hmm. It's so great. They, really? Yeah, they had a cascade system. They just we just go in there. Cool. Yeah. It was so yeah, they, awesome. It, I don't think they, they would don't anymore. do that anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Can you no. imagine the liability? Yeah. Right. Oh no. Well, I think I've said it a few times. Ontario is <clears throat> very overregulated. Yeah. So that would be crazy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. So if someone's listening to this right now, mm-hmm. and they're within reason local, 
um, to the Toronto area. Um, where do you teach? I'm at Barry Scuba House. Barry Scuba House. Mm-hmm, which is great because we've got a pool. Do they have a website, barryscubahouse.com? I believe so. Yep, and you can specifically ask for me. Um, and the whole reason I got my instructors, I never wanted to instruct, right? I didn't want to do this like over and over and over. You do the same dives. You're just teaching all the time. Um, the more women's trips that I lead, the more courses people are taking on these trips. And it's like, well, why aren't I just teaching them if I'm on the trip? You know, put the money in my pocket kind of thing. Sure. Um, but I also have guys like you, the, the Toronto film industry, people come to me all the time. Hey, Carly, how do I learn to dive? And for the last 10 years, I've been referring them elsewhere. Right. Why am I doing that? Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> totally fuck that. So anyway, with advice of many people and of, you know, friends in the industry going, well, I, I'll only do it if you're there. Okay, well, now I can be there. So I've got um, a huge list. I'm really excited. I've got like a bunch of grips coming out to train to scuba That's dive. Awesome. Um, and that also helps me, right? Because if I train them and I need somebody to help rig in the pool, as long as they're not on a tank. Sure. Right, if they can breath hold a little bit, I've done tons of pool blackouts on breath hold. Yeah, so huh. I can now have certified, certified grips. Yeah, in the water. Yeah, that's a cool tying idea. Tying the blacks off. It's a for great me. idea. Yeah, and you you foster a great deal of trust when you're on set. I know this. Yeah, and I can only imagine that they're tell. calling for you. I I can only imagine that that, that happened. No, that's yeah. just a fact. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, that's great. So I know somebody that's going up to Barry to go scuba diving. Yeah. Don't we, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Yeah, I I love it. I'm stoked. Yeah. Cool. Do you ever do cave diving? You ever have any interest in something like that? Not yet. Um, so I'm I'm headed to Riviera Maya next week. Yeah. I'm on a family trip. Um, but I'm going to say bye bye to the family for a total of two days. Two out of seven is not bad. Um, because they've got cenote diving, (laughs) and I have what cenote? Cenote. So cenote is like it's a, um. How do I explain it? It's like a, a freshwater, very open cave system. So it's completely recreational. Uh, there's no special training involved, except that you know that you're going into a cave, but it's rather large. It's not like with the stalagmites and, you know, tiny spaces you have to fit through. Right. Um, okay. So it's, it's almost an introduction to cave diving, I suppose. Um, a photographer's dream. I can't wait, except I'm going to need more luggage just to be able to bring all my gear and the baby supplies. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I haven't gotten into it yet. Um, it sounds scary. Tech tech diving is where I'm going. There's a a claustrophobic thing going on with this cave. The cave diving. Well, in this, in all the the silt and all that. Well, as soon as you mentioned the little spaces with the stalagmites and stalactites, my my, I could feel my chest tight. I'm going, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I want to be in there. So yeah. when I was on Bon Air, um, one of the last certifications that I did towards my instructors was to get my rec diver instructor. Um, so I've been diving recs for years in, in Georgian Bay and Tobermory. Um, but there's a proper way to do things, which I had never really done before because the recs that I go on are like, you know, they're old ships. You can swim around them. Cool story. There's one that was um, purpose sunk for diving. So you can you can penetrate it no problem because there's exits and entrances all over the place. You can always see designed for it. Exactly. Um, but with Patty, if you're going to be a a wreck diver, you're going to learn to use your reel properly, meaning that you're actually laying a line from start to finish so that you, you can always literally hold on with like that, um, with a, a finger and a thumb and follow that line all the way there and back. So you can never get lost. 
So that's on, the hopeful idea. Hopeful, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, on Bonaire, there's one wreck, um, and I would bet you a million dollars that most people don't know that how deep into this wreck you can go and that you can penetrate it and you cannot see out and there's no way out. You're only going out the way that you came back. Um, <clears throat> so it was really neat because yeah. it was the first time Whoa. that I actually went through a very small opening that was literally cut for a human with a tank on the rack. That's about it. And wrapping these lines, basically every, I'm, I'm going to go with like, four to eight feet anywhere that there's a point that you can wrap this line so that you know that it's taut and straight. And there's a very specific direction to tying the line, um, so that it's always straight and there's no snags in it. So I did that and I was, I mean, so the wreck is called the Hilma hooker. So this is taking my breath away. Just talking <laughs> yeah. about it. I mean, so I'd be under there. I'd be out of air by the time I got to the second thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the first <laughs> dive in a very long time that when we finally mm. surfaced almost an hour later, my tank was in the red. Yeah. 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 Wow, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, so the wreck is called the Hilma Hooker. So the joke on Bonaire is that I penetrated the hooker. Ah, um, love it. Yeah. I wish I had yeah, a song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had like, I was trying to think of something. And there's I'm, t-shirts, ah. there's, you know, the whole thing. So of course I got back and we had like a, a WhatsApp group with all of our, uh, everybody oh, yeah. in my course. And I was like, hey guys, I penetrated the hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a million, you can go down on the hooker, you can whatever. Um, oh, all, all the, you can keep good. going. This is good stuff. <laughs> I like it, I like um, it. Yeah, so that was, I guess, my closest to legit cave diving. Um, I mentioned tech diving. So tech diving is, is getting more into mixed gases and potentially rebreathers. Ah. Um, I think Tig mentioned this on, <clears throat> on his day as well. Um, that's more intense than I've done. Um, years ago, I was invited to a tech course. Um, it was with an, a underwater DP predecessor to me years and years and years ago. He's not a commercial diver, so he kind of got pushed to the sidelines a little bit. Um, needless to say, he put a like a shout out online or whatever looking for um, divers that want to shoot documentaries. All right, well, this was 2015. I've been in the film industry on and off for 10 years. I've just come out of commercial dive school hey, let's do this. This is exactly what I want to do. He never took me seriously. He called me Carla. Could not get my name right. No matter how many times I oh, told him my name is Carla. Carly. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, just uh, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no matter how many times I told him my name was Carly, he called me Carla. He called me a film student. And I was like, okay, but I've been in this industry for 10 years already. Like I'm no, I'm not, a, yes, I just graduated commercial dive school, but I'm not a film student. You oh, yeah. know what I mean? It was, it was <clears throat> quite insulting at that point. And, um, I can only imagine. Yeah, and, and he was offering these tech courses for like $400. And he wanted us to pay for our own gas to go on the boat for him to shoot his movies. And it was just, it didn't sound good. And a few days later, Rob Stewart went missing. Do you know who Rob Stewart was? Uh, no. no. Sharkwater. Heard of Sharkwater? No? Okay. No. So Sharkwater is a documentary. We, um, we don't get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys don't watch movies? Um, so Sharkwater is a documentary um, by a, a Toronto filmmaker, um, Rob Stewart. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, now yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, know yeah, who yeah, yeah. yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. So he's, um, he passed away on, uh, I guess this was 2015, uh, early 2016 maybe, um, while I was in discussions about learning tech diving. And he died on a rebreather. He was a rebreather instructor, but he was diving new gear. He screwed up. So did his instructor. And he went missing. 
Whoa, man. Three days later, they found him. Um, I have heard a lot of the stories as to how what they think actually happened, but there's still legality things. Sure. So nothing is in print. Yeah. Um, I basically called this group back and was like, I'm pulling out. I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting mixed up with you guys. If I'm going tech, I need to know and trust my instructor and they need to respect me as well. And you guys don't do that. <laughs> I imagine that others have felt the same way about like the same thing. And I, I would imagine that this, this uh, group of uh, people have kind of, like you said earlier, been sidelined based business. on this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I, see. I kept in touch with a few of the members of this group that were all kind of there for the same reasons. Um, I kept in touch with them for a little while. And one of them reached out and was just like, Oh, this just happened. Like he was very cryptic about hmm. what had happened with that group but basically told me that he had to walk away as well. So I'm pretty thankful that I did. Um, Good call. Yeah. 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 So now I've, I've got um, a couple tech instructors in mind, um, two divers who I totally know and trust and adore and are, are very well known in my industry, but Barry Scuba House does tech. Um, so my new boss um, is a tech instructor and um, yeah, he's going to teach me. So sweet keep it close to home so i know a couple guys who who are commercial divers um and they do the deep sea stuff oh um and now they work in special effects in toronto and who are they yeah we gotta get there there. um but they talk uh, and i didn't know this and it's fascinating they use um um helium Mm -hmm. that's great (laughs) it's so fun you can go on for those listening go on youtube look up helium divers uh deep sea divers and they talk like this. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's not only the helium. Well, now they're not watching the podcast. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're changing the channel. Yeah. No, but yeah. So, oh, see, I don't know. So um, uh, when one of the first days of commercial dive school at Seneca College, um, we were put into the hyperbaric chamber, basically as a pressure test um, to make sure that we could, that our bodies could handle being around 100 feet of, of, um, of water, which is four atmospheres or so. Um, so it's, it's compressing us, right? And all of a sudden you're talking like this. And I was sitting in this compressed bubble with one of my instructors and another classmate and was like, why am I talking like this? I've never heard this before. You know, I've been on a million dives. Why am I talking like this now? We were compressed on air. Your vocal cords are compressed. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. I figured that's what's happening. Yeah. I had no idea. <clears throat> but these guys, do they not, they pressurize. Mm-hmm. They're taken down in a, in a dive bell. Mm-hmm. They're pressurized. Yeah. They live there. Yeah. They, they live there for weeks at a time they do and they get paid huge amounts of money they do so they're pressurized at that depth and then they go out of the bell mm-hmm. go do their job mm-hmm. there's a video on um uh, on youtube of a guy <clears throat> working on a rig underneath the ocean and a, a shark is biting his leg like mm. chewing on this guy right <laughs> and they <laughs> hey i think there's a shark on me <laughs> And it's actually hilarious. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He, he, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody <laughs> said, you awesome. better look behind you. <laughs> and there's a freaking shark. And he's talking like a chipmunk. It's that's so funny. Yeah, that's great. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. That's hilarious. Yeah. But it's fascinating. I guess it depends on which shark is nibbling on your leg. But, yeah, it wasn't you know. a big one. Yeah. Uh, but it surprised him. Yeah, And, and he fair. just kind of... Pushed it away. Yeah. Get off. Get out of here. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty funny. You That's look great. it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so what's a rebreather? Um, okay. So a rebreather, 
um, has so scuba. Yeah. Let's let's go backwards. Scuba is a self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Right. Um, it has an exhale. So when you breathe in, you exhale, your bubbles come out of here, goes back into the water. It's just air. Okay. Um, on a rebreather, you've got hoses coming off your back all the way around. One side is your inhale. One side is your exhale. Um, so it's like breathing off of your tank. It's coming in this way. And then when you're exhaling, it's going out that way. And it's actually going into, they're called scrubbers. Um, and it's actually, I, I don't know all everything about it cause I'm not there yet. Sure. Um, but it's actually scrubbing the carbon dioxide that you are exhaling out and adding oxygen or air content back to it so that it can be recycled so can and you can breathe it, it again, rebreathe it. Very cool. And there's no bubbles now here. So is there, an, there's gotta be an advantage Huge. to the rebreather shooting film. Oh yeah. Then bubbles so, in your face. Right. So for my purposes, because I, for now I'm shooting drama, uh, the bubbles are annoying, but they don't get in my way. Right. Um, if you're shooting wildlife, um, they're afraid of the bubbles. So if you don't have any bubbles, you can get right up close. Um, I took a beautiful photo of Fabian Cousteau, Jacques Cousteau's grandson, on a rebreather next to a turtle like this. And I mm. couldn't get that close. The turtle got scared when I came closer because I had bubbles. So is there an advantage? Oh, Huge. wow. Huge. You can, you can literally get right up in the face of any marine... I'm imagining um, that this is why this thing was invented in the first place. Correct. Yeah. You can also, um, oh. you can bring different gases and things like that to um, allow you for more bottom time. So um, like for... more bottom time. So you can stay underwater much I longer. I see. Okay. Yeah. Like the. It's the opposite of topside. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to let Bottom that go. time topside. Yeah. 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 That's a good way. Um, so like the. Um, tech divers at my shop they can go underwater for like three and a half hours whereas i'm pretty limited to around an hour depending on the temperature of the water oh wow because my tank will actually run out theirs mm -hmm. doesn't right yeah are you often under the water for any longer than an hour when shooting anything i'm often in the water for longer but yeah, not yeah, underwater. Yeah. Okay. if that makes sense like my longest day in the water was about 16 hours Jeez. Um, with a lunch and a couple pee breaks. You get very dehydrated, so the don't, pee breaks are less just, and less. <laughs> don't you just go pee? Yeah, and eat fish? Um, in, <laughs> uh, in the ocean, sure. In the pools, I try not to. This is too salty. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've been in situations where I've had actors in the water, mm -hmm. and then I needed my, my divers close. Mm -hmm. Uh for the comfort level of the actor. That's fair. And they had to get underwater mm -hmm. to get out of the shot. Right. But their bubbles, the bubbles weren't out of the shot. Oh. True. So those uh, the rebreather thing is pretty neat. That's interesting. Yeah, I'd have to, um, again, back to the whole regulation thing, I'd have to find out where rebreathers lie in the commercial dive world in Ontario. Mm. Um, yeah, because it becomes a whole different beast. Yeah, but man, for shooting film. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So I've got quite a few rebreather friends um, who shoot wildlife and who shoot dock. Um, and I don't because I'm not um, on a rebreather, I guess. Um, I, I also, like, my priorities have kind of changed, right? I kind of fell into the drama world because I was already in it. Mm -hmm. um, and now that I have a family, um, staying home isn't the end of the world to me. I'm pretty happy at home. Yeah, 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 I understand that. I mean, I like to get away, but... Yeah. Well, you got a bathtub, I'm sure. 
Yeah. It's a put little small to put a tank on. Yeah. On <laughs> True. <laughs> no, but at least I've got the, the lake just down the road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, that's yeah, true absolutely. Too. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. You come um, from lake country. I do. That's why we chose it as well. You yeah. know, now when I'm on set and uh, if I have uh, a stunter or an actor or somebody going in the water, you know, I speak to my safeties and my diver and whoever's there. And I, but then I sit there and I wonder to myself, man, it's fucking cold day. <laughs> what, what a shit day this would be if my diver has to jump in. How often is the diver thinking to themselves, I really don't want to dive? <laughs> so, so Randy, you remember that night? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that night. Yeah. yeah. On the way home, there was a, pond and we were literally watching the ice just we, freeze as it we, was coming closer to we, us they, they had to jump oh in the pond God. and yeah. they're literally breaking the ice breaking like the, the pond the pond that i'm aware of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Andrew was on the oh, okay there yeah. you go yeah, yeah. yeah we were actually watching the ice creep across the lake and we were throwing rocks oh and stuff God. at it to break it up because it wasn't in the last shot yeah and, of course uh, <laughs> of course i had alistair in his dry suit and i was in my floater suit so i could be on the edge and let him go in. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> See, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, you you, you got to own a company, be, right? You might be the one that's thinking, I don't want to go in there. So you make him do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm the boss. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, no, but to answer that question truthfully, um, I typically carry um, literally a duffel bag of exposure suits. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. If yeah. I have to go in, I'm going in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a night, um, a few weeks ago, I was on a, a low-budget film, Um a little slasher movie and uh it was an overnight it was the night of the snowstorm last week oh. and um yuck by 6 a.m they're like okay carly you're up and i'm like what <laughs> really and um and i attempted to get in the water and the homeowner had turned the heat off on the pool and it was bitter and they're about to send an actor in now to be clear i had gotten the shot the night before but they wanted a, t a topside shot as well and get it the same underwater. And I looked at them. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm just, I'm not going in right now. Like it's, it's freezing. You guys told me it was a certain temperature. It's not. It's also six o'clock in the morning. I've been yeah. sitting and waiting for this shot for the last 12 hours. I'm good. They you told guys, you one thing yeah. and it's not that. And it wasn't that. It and I'm like, and is. you guys got my shot last night. And I looked at the stunt coordinator. I'm like, am I wrong here? And he's like, no, 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 don't get in the water. I got in the water just to pull the lights out. Literally kept my head above water because it was that cold. And the poor actor had to fall in, and she did great, um, but she was acting, and she could play. Well, she couldn't really play the cold because she was supposed to be dead. So maybe it would take the shock, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, they had gotten my shot the night before, so it wasn't a big deal. But I, I actually put my foot down. I'm like, I can't breath hold for as long as you guys are going to need it. Plus, you've got a camera on top. I'm going to be in their shot too. Like that water will take your breath. Away. Yeah, it would. It, it really would. It was really that cold. So it just, wow. and I didn't have my collection of wetsuits because I had been at the pool the day before and it was hot. Right. Right. So I didn't need all of my gear. So I didn't have it all and with me. And they told you one thing and it wasn't and that. And it wasn't yeah. that. And at the end of the day, I'm like, mm, well, you I'm have dead. the right. Uh, anytime that happens, you know? Yeah. 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 And it wasn't even a safety thing. It was uh, honestly, I was a little bit moody. Um, but we had gotten the shot the night before and it was, everything just, had changed. Just, well, this just changed too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've um, never had such honesty on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's fair, right? It, like you said, they told you one thing and everything had completely changed. Yeah. And I was going to be in their shot. I was going to be in the way and then I was going to be cold. There was just, it just wasn't worth 
getting in for Someone really and i saved them a bit of money too because i didn't charge them for my camera for that night because i didn't use it right so oh, okay. yeah yeah they got, a, they win, got a little win win. situation yeah yeah. yeah yeah but typically i i'm there literally with a bag of wetsuits um or dry suits um one of my first uh music videos that i operated on it was a sean mendez music video in 2015 i guess it was that summer um and i was told outdoor heated pool great i show up it was in a picture car lot off victoria i'm sure you guys have been there picture car lot off victoria yeah victoria park i don't know anyway i'm sure i was yeah i'm sure you've been there before um anyway it was a they built a pop-up pool they'd craned a car into it and we were going to be shooting in it when i showed up to set at what 7 a.m or whatever they were just filling the tank so despite it being 42 degrees celsius that day and now in a hot parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was coming off of a cold water truck. And my dive supervisor literally looked at me and went, Brenner, where the fuck is your dry suit? I'm like, what do you mean, where's my dry suit? I was told it's a heated pool. It's the middle of August. Why would I bring my dry suit? I showed up with a one millimeter wetsuit. Whoops. Whoops. So I got in the water, whatever, started the shot. But before (laughs) all that, I called home and said to my my husband, I was like, okay, this is where my dry suit is. I need you to get it all together. I need you to find every wetsuit possible that you can possibly find in my stash and put it on the front step. Somebody will be by to pick it up. And we sent a PA to my house to go pick up everything I own. And um, by the end of the day in a dry suit, I was cold because that's how cold I was sunburned on my face. My body was freezing because the water was that cold. So wow. that was one of my first shoots. So since then, I show up with everything. Yeah. 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 Experience is a best teacher. Totally. 100%. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it can it can really fluctuate of what they tell you. And, I mean, you guys know. What they tell you is one thing. And when you get there, it's 100%. always something different. Totally. Yeah. So you yeah. just, you got to be prepared. You got to go with the flow. Totally. Within, within reason. Within reason. Yes. Yeah. And like you said, you can always say no. If something is genuinely unsafe or not cool, 100%. I say no. Or no. just genuinely not at all what they were planning. I yeah. mean, you know, things change, of course. Totally. But. I mean, I get I get to set often too, and they don't end up using me. They have all of these things planned for me, and they don't use me. All right. Oh, cool. we do that as stunt performers, yeah, stunt coordinators. We have stuff yeah, that's yeah. supposed to happen, doesn't happen. That's whatever. But if they tell me something's got to happen, or this is the way we're doing it, yep. we get there, and that's not the way they're doing it, and it is a safety concern for anyone. Um, no. That's just over. Exactly. Um, I do. I've met a couple um, <clears throat> stunt coordinators now that I don't have that philosophy, and that blows my mind. Um, I worked with somebody I honestly don't remember her name, so I can't say it anyways. Um, who told me that she's not allowed to ask questions. She doesn't ask questions. The answer is always yes. And she told me about all her injuries and all this and that. I'm like, why would you put yourself through that? Like, I understand that you need to do your job, but there's a right way to do a job, and. You know, I, you guys are, your jobs blow my mind. Our like you guys are is always, yes, yes. Just always. A second. I, I, I'm reeling right now. As to who it is? No, 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 not, not I don't care. Who I am. To be honest. Well, yeah, I, suppose, a, I, I can probably look it up later. We'll, we'll tell you it. off the air. The, um, <laughs> um, um, but oh yeah, the answer is always yes. Yeah. That just seems like a wacky, uh, she said theory. she shows up. She's not allowed to ask questions. And when she does, like she's told well you're doing it anyway and she just has to do it and i'm like that doesn't this is a stunt coordinator yeah and i and normally as randy knows i talk up the stunt coordinators you guys bring me out you guys have a say if i get hired sometimes 
sure, to her, sure. I was just like, cool, lovely to meet you. <laughs> and I walked away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You know, That's the, the, one of the most common questions asked of any stunt performer, I'm sure, uh, in an interview is, have you ever been hurt? Yeah. So I always preface my answer by telling that person that um, when a stunt performer brags about the injuries they've sustained over mm -hmm. a period of their career, um, um, they're just telling you the number of mistakes they've made. Ah, good answer. So I'd really rather just not tell you. Right. If you and I were in a personal conversation, yeah, sure, I could tell you maybe a few things that might have happened to me. Yeah. But... It, I don't. Well, you just said experience is the best teacher, too. So there a lot of those mistakes you're going to learn from to get to where you are today. 100%. Absolutely. It's a really yeah. hard way to get there, but it's uh, always it does happen. It takes shit going south <clears throat> for anybody to learn anything, or that's also why we're so overregulated. Totally. Yeah, so speaking right? of overregulated, um, in some cases, you don't ever want to be overregulated, I suppose. But with the rust incident... From mm -hmm. uh, whatever time it was, a year or two ago, whatever it Just was. Just over a year. Yeah. Um, if these people go to prison, mm -hmm. there won't be a Hollywood actor With a willing gun. to hold a real firearm on set hmm. firing. Um, because of their exposure legally, it's just too wide open. Yeah. But um, I mean, a simple contract covering ground as long as they do the groundwork getting there. Right. Like... But, see, uh, somebody, but isn't somebody, that where it already went wrong? Yeah, somebody was yeah. negligent. Yeah. Well, yeah, but now, see, somebody was negligent. But in Alec Baldwin's personal situation, uh, based on, I mean, I don't want to say anything that's not true, mm -hmm. but based on what we were hearing recently, he s skipped a safety, gun safety Mm -hmm. uh, class or meeting or whatever yeah so i mean if somebody signs a contract that says i'll be at that class right. and then the class happens and everything blah blah oh, blah he wasn't there yeah and see if he's not there then mm. fuck then screw you yeah yeah then you should you should have fucking been there and you should have never held that gun because Agreed. now you're just a dude with a gun yeah it yeah. is what it is. But also, yeah. how did a live round end up in that gun? Oh, that's, that's, yes. that's another That's question. a whole other ballgame. I, mean, I, I would say that it's the person who loaded the gun, but he also never should have. You're absolutely right. If he didn't show up to a class about or talk about the safety, like we've been on set with millions of guns. I've been down the barrel when a gun mm -hmm. has been held like that. I've been hiding behind a camera, whatever, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, Not only once, quite a few yeah. times. Yeah. Um, and how do you know? But we're all there when we're, you know, told, explained, shown that they're blanks. Or the, I don't even think we're allowed to use blanks anymore, isn't it? It's just like air caps or well, something. We can use no, blanks. no, we can use blanks. Can we? Okay. Yeah, I shot. Uh, we shot uh, Mayor of Kingstown a year ago. Yeah. Um, and we used tens of thousands of wow. blanks. A ridiculous of amount of blanks with a ridiculous amount of guns. Not a, not a single incident. Not not even go. close. And that's the way it should be. Exactly because we were prepared and we had some incredibly um, talented, responsible. Uh, professionals yep. um, but it takes just like one one stupid mistake 100%. so for a whole whack of shit to have to but, change absolutely but wait but and and i don't necessarily think it, 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 it needs to you know i mean the guys out of toronto uh that i that i work closely with all the time are being asked 
about all their safety precautions now. What do you yeah. do? What do you do? Well, how are you going to make it safer? Well, we're not the problem. We were never the problem. We've been yeah. making it you safe. You can't make it safer yeah. when you've been when always. It's already safe. Yeah, when it's already so safe, it's yeah. crazy. But so the reason I brought it up was dealing with your industry is that, you know, you're told this is going to happen when you arrive and it's not what's happening. Mm -hmm. Therein lies the safety issue. Yeah. And you have every right to to say no. Yeah. And no one should ever balk at that because they promised and it wasn't what it was. Right. So, <clears throat> but, uh, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm still reeling about a stunt coordinator mm -hmm. saying that to you. Do you know the reason I own Carly Underwater and how I opened? Um, I was put in danger. I was literally thrown off of a boat and told Brenner, get in the fucking water and pushed into the water by my dive supervisor. When I looked at him and said, and I was trying to be professional about it and only use the word, this is silly. I'm not getting in. This is ridiculous. Like, there's no way that I'm getting in that. And he actually threw me in the water. I was nearly killed. All that I could think was I'm going to be the next Sarah Jones. Um, oh, my. It, it was it was terrifying. It was my heart goes every time I tell this story. Um, so I kind of made a vow that I wouldn't work with another safety company. If I'm going to be in the water, I need to know that my crew's got my back and that I've got their back. And if I'm going to be putting myself into these somewhat potentially dangerous scenarios, I need to know that there's crew there that can rescue me, um, that can rescue the crew, the cast, whomever it be. I want to be, it's not even a control thing. It's just, I want to know who's watching my back. And that company didn't have my back. And the next day they called and literally harassed me about it for me trying to refuse the work. And they're like, well, why wouldn't you call the Ministry of Labor? I'm like, I was in the middle of Lake Ontario. I didn't have my phone on me. My phone was on shore. Like, and he physically threw me in the water. Um, ten foot swells. The boat was going like this, up and down, up and down. I had my fins on the hull of the boat. My whole body's going up and down with the boat, so I'm not getting eaten by this boat. It was terrifying. We pulled the plug, obviously. Um, Jeez. And we ended up shooting just around the corner in a nice, quiet, protected bay. It was fine. We got everything we needed. It was beautiful. We didn't have to be in ten foot swells. I had even gone to the producers that morning and said, "Hey guys, I'm watching the wind." You know, you've got me scheduled to go around 1 p.m. Uh, it's 8 a.m. right now, and by noon, you're not going to get me in the water. And they went, no, 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 we're going to stick to the schedule. And I was like, guys, you should really reassess. And they wouldn't. So between production and the dive team, I was put in danger um, while trying to say no, and nobody would listen. So, you know, even when you do try sometimes, um, people are pushy. Um, I don't like to play the girl card, but I'm a little girl, and people stood on top of me and literally pushed me in and uh now i own a company so that that can't happen again that's good and you have to have the confidence to say fuck you yeah and and at that point i was still so new and still trying to get in with the big boys you right. know and um so mm -hmm. i was that yes man and i tried to say no and i didn't have the right words because i was trying to be professional about it and i should have just looked at them and said fuck off i'm not getting in the water and i didn't do that Right. So think, experience again. Another hard teaching. lesson. Yeah. Totally. Thankfully, um, one of the, the rescue boat actually did come up behind me against the other crew's wishes, which was crazy. Um, and one of them ripped me out of the water. And uh, yeah, it was pretty terrifying. It was it was really awful. Um, you know, but it, it, it's it's a wonder that following um, Sarah Jones uh, um, incident on the bridge and Alec Baldwin's 
that there are still filmmakers mm-hmm. uh, deciding to cut corners yeah. um, and do this, do that. It's crazy. Man, I did a thing once and I, uh, I was directing and I, my producer was yelling at me because our permit was over. Mm-hmm. And I turned to the cop and I said, okay, if we do this, who goes to jail? <laughs> and he says, the guy that's going to call action. He said, thanks. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. like, <clears throat> yeah. um, it was a big deal that we were going to do. But, yeah. But we didn't get to it on that day, so we there you go. screwed that. I'm not going to do it. 100%. Um, anyway. I'm yeah. sure everybody stood by you for that. They were probably like, oh, you know, but did you work the next day? Probably. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, um, yeah, sorry. I'm still reeling. Yeah, I find that insane. Yeah, it was, but let's be real. Now I own my own company. I've got really cool crew. Um, you know, I, I work all the time um, and happily, and and I like to think I have a good reputation. So you know, so, the times that I have said no are worthy. Is it CarlyUnderwater.com? CarlyUnderwater.com. Whoever wants you can call you. Totally. Uh, get you can the, get a hold of me through there. Perfect. Social media is everything. Carly Underwater, you'll find me. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not closing oh. off. I just no, wanted no, no, to no. say I just wanted <laughs> no, no, to say no, no. it again. It. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, wow. Your people were great. Thank you for working for me. And 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 we we did that one commercial together. You were the. We've done you know, yeah uh, a few things, but I don't remember what it was. We were in a big pool in Toronto, and we were a BMO commercial maybe. BMO, no frills. No idea. Sobeys. They I all, don't know. It's, I do so many as a I know, and in. I've been to that pool several times too. <laughs> Um, I think that was the first one I met you on anyway. Yeah, Not, I think uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Was it though the dude's taking the drink and falls back? No. No, it was a kid jumping off of a diving board because I had to help her jump. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. She was like a five-year-old girl that had never jumped off of a anything aside from just the side of the pool and they wanted her up higher. You just pushed her off? I, totally. I just threw her, yeah. threw her in the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing. No, actually, I caught her in the deep end. <laughs> You gotta I let her a, jump to me. <laughs> you gotta get a kid that's, that's not ready, and then just push. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, just break, rip the like my husband says, just rip the bandaid off. She doesn't want to go to bed. Just drop her in there. She'll be fine. It's, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's so cool that we just had that conversation after yeah. the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, like we just turned around. No, with that commercial, I remember talking to the little girl. Yeah. Um, you know, getting her to jump and dive off the side of the pool and baby steps work up yeah, to that. Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what we do. One of my jobs, uh, one of Andrew's jobs as a stunt coordinator is to uh, foster confidence in an actor mm-hmm. um, that they can actually do this. Yeah. Because we get so many people. I did a show up north and we had uh, actors having to f- fall in the water, get shot, fall off boat, fall off the dock, whatever. Um, and... They they were a little apprehensive and rightly so. That's fair. Um, but you know you work with them and yeah. But then push, you get push, then push. you get things where like I did the I did a commercial. Um, oh man, now nah, it's it's too big of a freaking story. But it, it's just basically a, 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 an actor who had no athleticism mm. whatsoever. Uh, they basically loved his smile and that's why he's there. But they needed him to. Uh, jump off a trampoline and they needed they needed him to run along a like a, a deck maybe this height onto a trampoline at the same height 
And off the trampoline, he's looking up like this as if he's grabbing something okay. in the air. And yeah. they actually, uh, with CGI, they're going to make him fly. Right. Um, and he, he not only could, he, not only has he like literally never seen a trampoline in his life, <laughs> but he didn't even know how to run <clears throat> along the, the deck. Whatever confusion you have on your face a right now is yeah. is as real as it was for the whole crew. <laughs> you when know, we I'm, were I'm there. not surprised though. Yeah, we went to, we went to we went to do a, a four hour rehearsal, and it was sixteen hours or something in a rehearsal, a rehearsal day that was longer than the shoot day. I I, I can't remember for sure, but God, it was unbelievable. The whole thing, the whole day was just me trying to teach and help this guy and give him the confidence and you know let's do this baby yeah and uh yeah oh my so god <laughs> i was i was safety on a commercial years ago up north in the muskokas and it was over halloween it was beautiful like just the foliage was amazing but then it started snowing too so like it was weird but it was a four-day commercial there's only one day on the water they brought us up in hopes to say you know travel on a monday we're shooting on tuesday we show up we have to go straight to stunt rehearsals um, oh, and apparently I'm the stunt coordinator. They told me when I arrived. Really? Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was an actress, so they didn't require one of you guys, right? They brought in an actor from New York hmm. for a Canadian paddling commercial. The girl from New York has never been in a canoe before. She's never held a paddle before, but she's got the look, right? So we get into the lake and we, you know, start paddling. Well, now the next, the, the dog wrangler comes down and he's adding two dogs to her canoe. And I'm like, whoa, like, let's, let's get her paddling before we add some dogs into the canoe that might shift and throw her overboard. Right. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, the, the weather was crap. So we were supposed to shoot on the Tuesday. We ended up shooting on the Friday. So we ended up with four rehearsal days and every morning we got her into the canoe. Okay. And the, the wind was coming from the North. So it was, we were actually somewhat protected. So it was okay. She could not in four days. I could not get her to paddle straight. Okay, no matter what we were doing. And I mean, I've done a fa fair amount of paddling. You know, I'm not an instructor, but I can get somebody paddling if I needed to. Could not get her to go straight. She was just going in circles no matter what we tried. Really? Yeah. And so now the day comes around, the wind shifts to the south. And now we're getting pelted with white caps. First thing in the morning, the producers are like, so what are the chances of her doing the shot? I'm like, uh, slim to none. Here's the wind app. I'm looking at the wind and we're getting progressively worse. Like, yeah, it was snowing yesterday, but you guys could have shot here. It was beautiful, yeah. you know, and they didn't. They ended up doing motorcycles and slipping and sliding everywhere and people were getting hurt instead of coming out to the water where it was flat. <laughs> so then they looked at me and they're like, well, you've got curly hair. We'll get you in her wardrobe. Can you paddle in that? And at first I was like, well, maybe around 2 p.m. But like right now, no, like I can't paddle in this either. Like it's crazy out there. Around 2 p.m. It literally calmed down enough for me to still say no to putting the actor in. But they were like, okay, Carly, just sign here. And they put me in her wardrobe, and now it's me paddling through the commercial. Dang. Wow. Four-day rehearsal, we couldn't get it done. Wow. It was crazy. She was – so it's um, – the shocked face, I get it. I totally yeah. get being yeah. thrown talent that just has never done what you're attempting to do. But yeah. run, running? I, don't I mean, <laughs> I've been on so many commercials where a producer has come up to me and said – Andrew, uh, you know, with the, these people that we hired, you know, they can't do uh, what's going on, you know. I mean, we talk about this stuff all the time, but uh, we can't seem to get well, Do you have any advice? I want to, and I always say the first piece of advice is my advice is long gone. 
It was, yeah. it, you, oh, no. you, you had it when I said to cast properly That's right. and then you didn't, yeah. you just didn't. Yeah. And now we're here. But you can also get pleasantly surprised. Um, we were on a, okay. <laughs> what was I like on? those ones. You can be pleasantly surprised by a talent <laughs> who's never done a thing and can yeah, fake it. Yeah. Fake yeah. It yeah. Make it. Totally. Um, totally. we were on a commercial, uh, actually out here, we were at the Allure Gorge, uh, last year, but in the rapids mm-hmm. first, I was of course shortchanged on my crew. I wanted five guys. I ended up with three, myself included. Thankfully the medic, um, was a scuba diver. So she knows her way around the water as well. So she was actually a huge help. Um, the key grip didn't know how to tie a bowlin. That was fun. We've got to tie off a boat in the middle of the rapids. And he's a key grip. Key grip. Uh, I think it was <laughs> it was July or August, so it was pretty busy, slim pickings out there. But for something like this to bring somebody so green, I was fuming. So now we're in the middle of the rapids, myself and and I keep mentioning my buddy Alistair, um, literally holding this rowboat in some rapids, and we're chatting with the actor as we often do and. Like, okay, so, you know, what's your rowing experience? He's like, oh, this is my first time. Like, pardon me? <laughs> what? So they had auditioned a ton of rowers, and they didn't like the look of the rowers, the professionals, because they were like, you know, the big rowboat, the dragon yeah, boat. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Um, they went with an actor for his look over his skill. To be fair, he did great. He was that? phenomenal. He was a team player. He kept his cool. He must have been exhausted by the end mm. of the day. And, but he was phenomenal. You know, so it made my day a little bit easier. The key grip thing. I was. This well, is let's exactly. Hear it, let's hear it for casting the wrong people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is exactly what happened on the commercial where the guy couldn't run across the deck. Yeah. Uh, same thing. They would. Uh, they had actually asked us if if we would look at the casting, because um, our 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 opinion was just to get someone who's athletic enough to be able to perhaps at least learn this stuff right you know which wasn't overly difficult stuff what what the most difficult thing would have been to uh when jumping off the the trampoline just keeping the eyes up here yeah and not looking down at where you're going we had crash mats we had it was like the it was like a child's play area it was amazing (laughs) and i had fun just trying to explain things and get things uh going um but same thing. They asked for us to sort of dial in what we think is like our top five out of their top 10 or 20 or whatever. Yeah. So we did that. And they didn't use anyone on the whole thing. They just threw some other dude in, yeah. in this. Exactly <laughs> it. And he's, he's great. He does have a beautiful smile. <laughs> <laughs> did, man, did he perform okay? Did it get, it, you got it done. It, it got done. But yeah. really, they... It was Not a what they struggle. Wanted. They had to go again. Yeah, they yeah they had to go again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. A different podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, going again, again, and again. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it it happens too often. It does. It does. It really does. Yeah. So where are you headed now? You got documentaries, you said. Um. Yeah. On the radar, honestly, there isn't too much. Um. Right now, I've got some dive instruction courses coming up. Um. I do have a, a hopeful for a documentary coming up. Um, is this your document? No, it's not. Um, it's actually something out of Quebec, but they're doing a handful of days in Toronto. So they found me. Oh, okay. um, they actually contacted me uh, over a year ago, I guess. Um, and I was hugely intrigued because it was um, about the, the Toronto Birthing Center. And I had just given birth. Mm. So when they called me about it, I was like all gung-ho for it. Like, mm. But I actually don't really remember the com- the conversation at all. And then um, COVID was bad again last winter. Everything was shut down again. And they fell off the radar. They contacted me a couple weeks ago. So 
um, yeah, they're coming back to finally get what they missed. Can you okay. say what the documentary is on? Uh, I don't know the full story yet. We're okay. ju- yeah, we're just in talks now, but okay. um, but it'll be me for it's um, it is a um, an indigenous story. I think mixing culture, birth, and modern okay. society kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Now, when it comes to shooting something like, have you have you seen The Guardian with? Uh, mm-hmm. Is it Kevin Costner and Ashton Kutcher or something like that, where he oh. plays uh, oh. he plays a, a deep sea rescue diver yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. They, uh, it is. It's like the helicopter rescues. And they yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there, and it sort of goes through. I think Costner plays like the head coach of this whole yes. thing, whatever. You, but you he's remember aging. this movie? He's he's an aging coach. Yeah, and he's got uh, he's got some reservations and all this stuff, yeah. and Ashton Kutcher sort of takes the place of this guy yes. in some regard. Um, when you're shooting something like that mm-hmm. um, with the big swells and all that, um, they would never do that in the ocean, right? Or do they? Or what? It's um, hard to say for sure. Okay. Um, there is a tank in Dominican Republic. Um, yeah, yeah, I've heard. Pinewood owns it. Mm-hmm. Dying to go there. Um, and it's an infinity pool. So over the edge is ocean. So you can see forever. So you can make it to the ocean. They've got the big hydraulic machines so they can do the waves. And they've got uh, so what badass. are they called? Like um, link docks or something. They're like big floating cubes, basically. So they can build dock, which I've actually used for many commercials. But um, they can build docks to get to wherever they need to on the pool. So they can get all that kind of stuff. What a spectacular thing. Very cool. I don't remember the movie, but I was asked, because I was a scuba diver in my youth, um, they were shooting in the ocean off the coast of um, Nova Scotia, and they had two American submarines Mm -hmm. sitting side by side, and there was this, I don't know what was going on, but I was asked to be one of the safety divers in the ocean between two American submarines, and I said, guys, you you're going to end up rescuing me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, no, I know yeah. my limitations here. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I've, I've dove in Tober Mori. Let's get real. Um, so regulation world out there is very different than Ontario. Um, East coast is not regulated by the diver certification board of Canada mm. um, in terms of film. So um, I've shot in um, Newfoundland a few times, uh, but in pools, um, I guess we were out on the ocean, but not in the ocean. Um, and the the dive shop out in Newfoundland—they're like they're my best friends. They're amazing um, at Ocean Quest. Um, well, anyone in Newfoundland's the best friend. That's that's an accurate statement. Anytime I I've ever <laughs> shot, I've shot in Newfoundland. I've done karate tournaments in Newfoundland. Yeah. I love Newfoundland. I love Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, they're just so warm and welcoming. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Totally. Um, yeah, they shot uh, Aquaman in Halifax. I want to say. They did? I think Aquaman? so. I believe so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Maybe. it was East Coast Canada or parts of it. Titanic was East Coast Canada. Yeah. Um, so it'll always be my daughter's fault that I didn't get to go swimming with Jason Momoa. Uh, <laughs> I did I did a fight scene with Jason Momoa out in uh, out on uh, Signal Hill. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah, sweet. On what, what show? Um, what's it called? It's the one that nobody knows. No, it no. Actually, <laughs> it is the one that most people like correct me on. Oh, why do I not? I never remember the name of this freaking show. 
It's all good. They can look it up. It's so dumb, but it it was uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome day. Um, you know, uh, my only time shooting in Newfoundland, and it it was nighttime, all for the for the shoot that I was doing. Uh, so I didn't see anything, and and it was winter was just hitting us from the side, like rain and snow and everything. And you were on top of Signal Hill, like on top of Signal Hill. Hill Yeah, it was it was one of those days where you just. Put yourself in one of those uh, wonderful state of mind, you know, and you think about other things. And uh, yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, Jason Momoa and uh, Signal Hill. Yeah, so um, he was here for uh, Slumberland. And Mm. they brought in an operator from out west. Um, Ian, he's a cool guy. I've worked with him a couple times now um, because he was a topside operator and underwater operator. So he could do all of it and whatever. And there was a lot of pool work. Um, So they had me out Mm. as a tech for the housing on one of the days and uh and they had to ask they asked me if i could shoot the following week and uh it was actually it was a y- two years ago yesterday i guess in fact because it was international women's day the day that they asked me i hadn't told anybody i was pregnant yet i was exactly three months pregnant oh and didn't tell anybody yet um i was honestly very nervous to kind of come out in our industry that i wouldn't get work hmm Um, so I was kind of waiting until like either an opportune or like it was far too late. You know what I mean? Like I was just starting a show. Um, and I figured that having a girl international women's day and having to turn down work was a good day to announce that I was pregnant. So when, as soon as, um, the camera team asked me to, if I could get in the water the next week, I ran over the special effects guy, Mike. And I was like, Hey Mike, what's the water temperature? He's like, Oh, we're keeping it at like 99. It's beautiful. He's like, I hear they're, they're going to bring two cameras in next week. I was like, yeah, but it can't be me. He's like, why not? And I showed him my announcement picture uh, and everybody was just like, ah. Uh, so it was like exciting, but it'll always be Sydney's fault that I didn't get to go swimming with Aquaman. Sydney. <laughs> she's she's yeah. going to see this podcast. Oh, she, she will know. Yeah, she yeah. will know. Yeah, we'll cut this part out for you so you can show her. <laughs> Say, Mom, can I have a bedroom story? Yeah. Yeah, that time that I didn't swim with Jason Momoa. <laughs> Um, well, that's all right. He'll be he'll cool. be back. He loves he loves it. Yeah, too. he seems to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's always back. Yeah, I think yeah, so. That's cool. Yeah, cool. I I yeah. actually know I know uh, uh, an actress out of Toronto who rides as far as I as far as this is what she tells me that she's in like a, a I don't know it's not a motorcycle gang but it's a lot of people <laughs> okay and they all ride with Momoa and, oh, no and way. some of his friends or something like um, that's so cool. Yeah, I don't know from up here down. Like south of the country, I, I have no idea, but it's kind of neat. They start, they up? start up here or something. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so badass. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Swimming with Momoa, riding with Momoa, riding Momoa. That was a whole story. I don't yeah. know where we're going here. Forrest Gump used to say that. <laughs> yeah, ride Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Jenny. I know what love is. Anyway, <laughs> That's cool. Right on. Yeah. Well. So, <laughs> so <laughs> no, no. There's so much. Like, there's so much that you do. Uh, wow. Like, what advice would you have to anybody that actually wants to learn to scuba dive right now? They're gonna get a hold of Carly Underwater. That's right. com. Yeah. And um, do you teach anywhere other than Barry? Nope. Okay. I'll be teaching at a Barry Scuba House. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, the pool stuff we would do at Barry because we've got the pool. It's nice, warm, indoors, heated, salt water. It's beautiful. Um, open water, I'd be, you know, open to coming, you know, down here, wherever we need to go that there's open water. Um, Grand River? No, kidding. 
Yeah. <coughs> Nobody wants this one. Yeah, no, they wouldn't see anything. It's so ugly. you mentioned five days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I got mine, I was only 15. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't know how long it took. I don't remember. Yeah, I think you can do it in less. You can <clears throat> do but we did four it, days. We did it for two or three hours a day yeah. for like so many weeks. Okay. Is that what you do or is it a five-day thing? You have to commit five Either days? Or. Okay. Yeah. However, it needs to be arranged. So now, is it is it a one-on-one deal, or are you on a class? Can be. Depends who signs up. Okay. Um, technically, I can teach up to eight. I wouldn't teach eight at a time. That's ludicrous. Um, four would be a happy place. Uh, two, you guys would get better instruction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's sort of ideal. Yeah. That and is there? But a the quali- price the price doesn't change based on how many people are involved. Let's say. Right? Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there a qualification with regards to the ability to swim? Not a certification so much as a comfortability. Okay. Um, that's why we kind of suggest a Discover Scuba Dive first. Mm-hmm. See if you like it. It's 100 bucks before, you know, spending, I think it's 600 to do your open water. Like before you jump full in sure. to this course, it's which like somebody a... like me makes sense to do all in. Yeah. Because I was a water baby, whatever. Um, but if you're unsure of it, you could always do a Discover Scuba Dive just to try it out and see if you like it. I, I've never heard anybody else doing that to discover thing. That, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's a good holiday thing. You it's can do really it at good. the airport. Take a fan flight. You know, you, yeah, it's you, a great you idea. Go up for one time and see if you like flying before you oh. commit to uh, like, giving them thousands of dollars to learn to fly. Cool. So same thing what you're same doing. Idea. But I've never heard another dive shop doing it. Maybe they do, oh, they but do. I don't know. They all do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They all do. Just a try dive or discover scuba dive. Depends what agency for how they word it. Very I cool. imagine a lot yeah. of people are like me. They just want to swim with pretty fish. Yeah. They don't really want to go look uh, or underwater where you don't see. All you see is brown. Or how does yeah. that work? Um. So I've got a group of friends. Actually, I'm, I'm visiting one after I leave you guys because she lives in Cambridge. Um, Sweet. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. Um, Any we, chance I know them? Maybe. So now my, my, my guilt, <laughs> we'll talk about my, my guilt I've been feeling for Carly driving all this way. No, no, I'm parent. Yeah, yeah. Parent with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've been on a ton of dives just because we wanted to blow some bubbles. So like during COVID, the first time I got to see my friends, we were going scuba diving and we were joking because we would put our regulators in to give each other a hug topside. Oh, right? So we were good. like in the parking yeah. lot and we'd put all of our gear on. on. We're not breathing oh, on each other. So we could actually like, you know, go nearer. And, um, and then once you're in the water, there, there was no fear, but there was also no visibility. So we were literally holding on to each other to go for a swim just because we wanted to get in the water. And can you imagine wow. having COVID and using an, a, a, a rebreather? You could give yourself COVID. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, true. I don't, I don't think that's the way it works. <laughs> I'm going to cut. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. There, um, there's your edit point. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I've lost you know, it. I, I just I, jumped the shark. When I was, uh, when I was out in BC, um, I was uh, I was working and, and I was being shuttled and the, the shuttle driver told me that they love diving in the murky, nasty water. Yeah. That, that that's their preference and the darker it is at night, all this other stuff. Okay, so night diving. What the hell? Night diving is my favorite. I love what is love, going on? love night diving. Uh, diving in the mud. I mean, it's not really my thing, but like if I really need to blow some bubbles, it's it's like your, it's like your zen place. <laughs> Like you go underwater and you just, you can't smell anybody. You can't talk to anybody. Um, it just, it clears your head. Um, science fact, we're all mammals. Something called the mammal- mammalian effect takes place. 
so you know when you're like really really super stressed and you go and you just at the end of the day you need to have that like hot shower and just get it all out sure right science that's not just because you feel like having yeah, a all hot your shower. senses are like yeah um on. so splashing your face go to the bathroom just splash your face and it like takes a weight off your chest yeah again yeah. science it releases hmm. all sorts of endorphins it triggers the mammalian effect so it actually protects your core and sends triggers to your brain to be happy into survival mode right on so water actually does that and i'm one of those people that are hugely affected by it so um if i'm really stressed i'll, I'll go huh. for a walk by the beach just seeing water um triggers it at me um but really splashing your face or just getting in the water um it just does it for me so so it doesn't matter what water not to always you. i mean uh, obviously people like me who um I'm, I'm sure everyone watching this is learning that i'm a pussy when it comes to water <laughs> But it's more just like, you know, most people are, um, are kind of afraid of like the, the, on the turtle or the, or whatever's under the water. It's going to come up and snatch their Fish or friends, ass cheek not or something. Food. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. So when I was in Australia, um, I was literally having that exact conversation. We were watching the sunset in this like most magical place on the Western coast of Australia. Um, and I was actually having that conversation where, you know, I'm not afraid under here. Like nothing goes wrong when I'm in the water. And then all of a sudden I screamed bloody murder and ran back on shore. And really? There was a crab attached to my foot. No way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm preaching about how wonderful the world is and, yeah, and yeah. how nothing can hurt you in here. I got hurt. So, I mean, I get it. <laughs> I Good. Get... I'm kind of glad that this has <laughs> happened. <laughs> Um, but like, I, I don't have that, like the fear of sharks or that anything's going to hurt me under there. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, but that's why people want clear water so they can see what's there. So they can just see it. And I mean, you it, want you know, clear water cause you want to see what you're doing. Part of the point of scuba diving is to see cool shit that other people can't see. Really? Yes. That right? is really the reason I like the idea. Exactly. So, so, um, yeah, diving in murky whatever. So like if And I if, do dive in lakes. Like I'm not total <laughs> I'm not totally like that. Yeah, but, but if you're gonna be spend forty five minutes underwater, don't you wanna see something? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I totally do. Which is why we go to Topamore or it's why we go to the St. Lawrence River or Georgian Bay and why we don't always mm -hmm. go to Lake Ontario. Right? Like I was um there was a shot on Lock and Key that we shot in Lake Ontario. And I kept going, like, why are we shooting it in Lake Ontario, guys? Like we can go elsewhere and actually see the shot. It's a silhouette. That's all you get. That's Where else would you go? Georgian Bay. Like, okay, Georgian Bay. Yeah. If if we had to shoot in open water, I can promise you visibility in Georgian Bay. You might get lucky in Lake Ontario. I've done several shoots in Lake Ontario, and I've never hmm. gotten lucky in Lake Ontario. Amazing. Yeah. Good so, to know, though. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a silty bottom. Um, it, everybody's stirring up shit. It just... Um, we were on a boat that day, and, and we went out into the middle of the lake, Um and I would literally hang off the back of the boat and stuck my mask underwater going, nope, can't shoot here. Carry on to the next spot. We'd go five minutes away and try again. Um, but if we were to go up to Tobermory, um, which I've convinced people to shoot in several times, if we go to Tobermory, I can see. Not a problem. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, it, yeah, you also have to know where you're going. Um, but you mentioned night diving. Yeah. Night diving is spectacular. Like, night diving is a photographer's dream because, um, as I mentioned earlier, you lose your color spectrum at yeah. night. You have to light it. You have to use lights to see what you're doing. Um, so, uh, if you take me back to Bonaire, there's a site called salt pier and it's literally a pier where all their shipments come in, whatever. Um, and so on all the, the pillars from the, the pier is all an artificial reef. 
If you go there during the day, there's color because it's kind of shallow. shallow, shallow. Um, but when you go there at night and you're lighting it up, you get to add the light and and all those colors just pop in your face and you're only mm. lighting what you want to see. Yeah, that's the only dynamic. It's the only thing that you're seeing, yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. Wow. Absolutely. I love night diving. <clears throat> um, it's really dark though. Is it? It's, it's oh, not. <laughs> um, so my camera can see in the dark. Um, and my dive instructor that gave me my my instructor certification, so I'm Bonaire a couple weeks ago, um, he was fascinated by my camera, and he had never had a diver come to Bonaire using my camera, but he knew about my camera. I have a Sony a7S II. Um, and what he wanted to do was actually go out and just boost the ISO, just absolutely blow it out to see if the camera could actually see in the dark. And we proved that it could. Oh, wow. And what was really neat is um, <clears throat> there's a small being called an ostracod. It's a um, bioluminescent being. It basically looks like, I mean, you can't really see it, but underwater, once a month, they light up. It's when they're mating. It only happens after, I think, three days after a full moon. So do I. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> 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 um, and... Um, <clears throat> It, they, they light up with like these three little bioluminescent lights and we actually caught it on camera. Oh, wow. And he had never, I, as far as I know, nobody's ever actually shot ostracods. And we wow. were able to with my camera a couple weeks ago. An ostracod. Yeah. <clears throat> it was really neat. It's just a bioluminescent being. Or are you going to, where are you going to, are you going to send this to somebody? I don't know. Say, I don't know. I he, well, he wants to actually rent my camera and, and shoot more and actually study them. This was I see. like I see. just an impromptu little test that we did okay. basically the night before I left. Um, and in return, he wanted to see what my camera could do. And I used him to light a shot for me that I've been dying to do for years where I actually went out and, um, painted a shipwreck with light. So everything was dark and him and I swam around the shipwreck with light and my camera was on a 30 second exposure. Um, you can see it on my Instagram. It's, it's one of my favorite shots right now. I'm so proud of it. It was, uh, oh. it was like a shot that I had dreamt about and thought about and, uh, I have to print it. Let's At put it that way. It's got to go on my water. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm actually, I'm really stoked to go on your Instagram and check all this stuff out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was um, the second shipwreck that I've painted, and uh, I'm a big fan of this method now. It's it's just, it's so much fun because you are you have no idea what it's going to bring up, and you don't know, um, there's a lot of guesswork to it, I guess, but it took two dives and probably 20 shots to actually get it right, and uh, and we did, wow. we did get it, and as soon as I got it, I was like, yeah, and gave him the camera, your turn, you can go play, I'm done. <laughs> That's wow. fascinating. Yeah, it was fun. Are there ever, fun is now. there anywhere <clears throat> anyone's never really been still? I mean, there must be so oh, much be. water and so yeah. many other ships that have never been seen. Ooh, yes. Right? I, I have a, a secret project I'm not really allowed to talk about. Um, Do it. Just whisper. Yeah, yeah we won't tell anyone. Whisper. <laughs> we won't know tell about anyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just say I'm going on a shipwreck hunt this summer. Yeah, okay. with, with somebody who thinks that they've got some very good information about a very famous shipwreck that nobody's discovered yet. Where, where really? Are you, where are you going? Well, we'll, we'll say that when nobody's <laughs> listening. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, I can't tell you, or I'd have to bring you with me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. man, well, that's awesome. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Um, like seeing really the unseen, <clears throat> or or swimming the unswam. You know, that really is like that's got to be the best feeling yeah i guess i um discovery is the best thing yeah i haven't personally i guess discovered anything yet no, um we did no. go a couple years ago um kind of just for fun um a couple of the staff from from divers den went um on a day off just out in lion's head 
up in Georgian Bay because we had heard that there might be some wreckage somewhere. And we went, and sure enough, one of my friends, Mia, actually did find uh, the ship's helm, um, which was really cool because it's, it's, we were kind of told the area that it was in, but it was more of a mission just to, you know, go kick around and see if we could find it. And we did. It was like 25 mm. feet of water, I think. No tanks. So that was breath hold. Um, I, I found a, uh, a fishing lure on it. So I swam down to go get that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The relics must be cool. Yeah. Uh, that's sort of the what you're into. You like the, yeah, I love that the stuff. relics and stuff. So what's, if you found a ship right now underwater, mm-hmm. can you take something off of that? No. There's laws. Mm-hmm. What? So there's no finders, keepers, losers? Not weepers. anymore. Well, yeah, of course, we have a government. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so you have, to, you have to report it to, like, the archaeological society or something like that. And then basically the government moves in and, you know, tells everybody they're not allowed to dive on it. And then they send, you know, their Parks Canada or whatever in to actually go salvage what might need salvaging for study or whatever. And then if it's, um, I guess, safe, then they would open it to the public at that point well, this um, sounds like the mike meacher thing we had no we had a, a friend on who's an archaeologist oh cool and uh you know just similar idea the yeah. government is like wait 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 as soon as they hear you're digging yeah. in there they're like wait wait hold on yeah we Hen- gotta, hence we the wreck first. that i have heard of is super top ah. secret ah yes yeah cool mm-hmm. yeah it, it's a it's a in fact the the person who was um bringing me out on this um didn't tell me the name of the wreck <clears> and he actually slipped it last week so I didn't even know what the project Ooh. was. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, nice, shit, now nice. I know why. I'm kind of hoping you're about to slip it now. Not going to. Oh. Won't get no it out of slipping. me. No way. Mm-hmm. No yeah. slipping. <laughs> nope. Yeah. As soon as we cut this, uh, she's going to announce it. Well, yeah, but if you guys have me back yeah. after we found it, then yeah, I yeah. can be oh, all no, See, about... now that's brilliant. There you go. Well, we when when, when are you doing this? When, when's the, when's as soon as the, the ice breaks. Possible? We're gonna get in as soon as the ice Ooh. breaks because the the Sounds water like a commercial. Yeah, the the uh, the water visibility will be the best. Um, ah. It's before the okay. algae blooms. It's of before course. anything has grown. So everything is settled over the winter. Um, it'd be beautiful to go in now, but we can't physically get the boat to the, to the location right now. Um, so as soon as the ice breaks, so I'm expecting a call like two weeks into April to just get her done. Cool. Wicked. Yeah. Well, Carly, do you mind uh, signing our table before I you leave? I would love to. Yeah, I got to think of something clever to write. There's some well, clever things on here. Well, that you clearly you. <laughs> I, I have read them all. You, I don't think you so. haven't read it. Yeah, I yeah. personally <laughs> like this. My balls are rested against this port. Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> our favorite one. Good buddy of ours. Yeah. <laughs> here, Carly, um, and please, I I know I, I say this every time, but you can pick anywhere on this whole oh, two piece. Oh, I see. You can. Yeah. Everybody um, but just everyone just here. they're like they just now. don't want to get up. <laughs> I gotta uh mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Don't you don't gotta well, No, you, I'm I'm you, gonna. You, I'm gonna. Like, I just gotta think you know, of something clever. Draw bubbles. Oh, I like it. I wish I could draw my logo, but I'm not an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just draw like a little bat. Oh, okay, that's what I'll draw. Okay. Yeah, pick a spot. Yeah, do it up. Anywhere you want. Yeah. Right. You can stand up, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it on the wrong side of the table or anything. Oh, look, look. Is that a butt? Kind of like a butt. Oh, it's... <laughs> that's awesome. It's <laughs> good. For those listening, she's drawing a scuba diving mask with a regulator hose and bubbles. One of these days, we'll snap a pic of this. Yeah. You know, and throw it up. That's brilliant. What do we got? Thanks for having me.
go again. Yeah, let's go again. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Carly. Thank you, guys. Carly, thank you. Yeah, yeah. no, this is great. So, uh, um, CarlyUnderwater.com. That's me. And they can get a hold of you or anybody, yeah. film-wise or otherwise. Yep, at Carly Underwater for any social media, Facebook or Instagram. I don't tweet. Anything else? Anything else you want to say or plug or anything like that? Mm-hmm. You don't have no, to. just at Carly Underwater. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm anticipating a really, really big season, a really good season. Um, hey, The oh, Way well, Home's back. Yeah, it, The Way it, Home's it, coming back. I'm really excited about yeah. that. Um, uh, I will say uh, another company and I, we're not joining forces, but we are collaborating so Carly Underwater can uh, expand. expand. Nice. Um, so we'll be dealing with some rooftop safety and high angle rigging and things like that oh, as well. Oh, fascinating. Oh, wow. Yeah. You learned something, how to tie a bowline? <laughs> I can. That's so funny. Oh my God, it was terrifying. I guess. <laughs> Trying to like That's a little literally crazy. rig a boat in the middle of rapids. And this yeah. guy was just like, well, this not too. I'm like, no. What did you just tie a shoelace? Come on. <laughs> Put a bow in it. Oh my god! It was yeah. It, seriously, when I said bowlin, I think he actually thought bow. Oh, I never thought of that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, the, the knots. <laughs> yeah, I, I can teach you to do that blindfolded underwater. No problem. Um, no, it, it's uh, a friend's company um, reached out and, and asked, uh, you know, how they could get involved. And I was like, hey, you know, well, this would benefit me too. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so grow a little bit that way. Um, uh, again, I've mentioned my buddy Alistair, he's, um, training to be the next me as well. So he's got my camera in his hand every chance he gets. Um, so that Carly Underwater will have two camera operators. Uh, we're getting a little bit more into rentals this year. So our inventory is going up. Um, all really good things. We're really, writers strike aside. Hopefully that doesn't actually happen or affect us. Um, you know, hopefully they clear the air before we get that far. Um, but until that time I'm anticipating a huge season. Excellent. Yeah. Stellar. Yeah. It should Beautiful. be fun. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Bring it. Thanks for coming. Thanks so much for having me, guys. This was Really fun. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank this you, was Carly. Awesome. That was fascinating. Thank you. All right. Cool. Okay, D. Got it. <laughs>